are back welcome back to the k podcast everybody it's your boy joe reezy i got abra i got proper with me What's and up? before we get started you oh. know i gotta remind you to check out the website cave.com that's k4v3.com we got merch we got blogs and we spotlight our guests on the page so when this episode comes out the hush hush society will be all over there so with no further ado we got the hush hush society Welcome, guys. What's up? What's up? What? <laughs> Mike, you muted. Muted? I was I mean, muted, too. That, that's how are. quiet I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <to> the name. <laughs> we, we can just go back and forth. We're all talk, but Mike will be <laughs> muted, and then Mike will talk, and I'll be muted, and we'll... <laughs> that's like hilarious. old samurai movies. <laughs> <laughs> So welcome back, guys. Uh, Hush Hush Society. You guys host the Hush Hush Conspiracy Hour, so you guys already know what we're going to talk about. We're going to go down the rabbit hole, talk about some weird shit. But before that, let's catch up. What's up, guys? I, I see that you guys have a bunch of new segments coming out. What are you guys up to these days? David? Um, well, we are about to start season eight tomorrow. Uh, well, not tomorrow, Monday. Uh, and uh, a plethora of new topics, 10 new topics coming up for the next couple months. And we've got some pretty fun extra segments that are on our, one of our Patreon uh, tiers. And other than that, we are uh, just trying to trying to talk to as many people as possible. And we got some really good uh, guests coming on soon. So Hell yeah. super busy. Lots, lot coming for us. Awesome. And I think the last time we spoke, we talked about our favorite conspiracy theories. And too bad Frank's not here because I wanted to ask him if uh, simulation theory is still fucking with him. <laughs> but uh, I think it's a daily thing for him, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could tell by the way he was describing. It, I was like, man, this seems real and genuine. <laughs> I could tell that like he stresses about this at work and stuff. But oh, yeah. Tartaria is one thing that you said you, it was one of your favorite conspiracies. Did you guys go into that at all? You guys solidify um, any theories on? On surrounding Tartaria, I think one month from now we have an episode coming out. Yes, on it. So oh, we'll be man. we'll be t- we'll be touching on that pretty soon. Cool, cool. That's a um, deep one though, because that one can be yeah. multiple. You can talk for multiple hours with multiple avenues with that that theory, right. and because there's there's so many layers to it. How was the uh, right. experience going down that rabbit hole? Because Danny and I over here too. We yeah 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 we've been down that rabbit hole and. It's it's crazy because the deeper you go, the more it connects with everything, you know. Yeah, uh, it's going to be hard to compartmentalize into one hour. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Before we get into that, I I'm not completely sold on it uh-huh. immediately, so we'll see if the uh, episode changes my mind. That sometimes happens. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the cool thing about having different perspectives because, like like I mentioned in the last podcast someone can kind of bring you down to earth and be like, Hey man, I think Tartaria is a little way out there. You know, maybe you need to see it from this perspective. Have there um, been anything recently that's kind of opened your mind and shifted your perspectives on certain conspiracy theories that you guys have already explored? Well, that's a good question. 
some stuff that's a little more grounded, honestly. Um, it's fun to get into the alien stuff and the things that are a little more outside the box. But when mm-hmm. you start getting into more of the gov- government conspiracies and, uh, you know, Tavistock, like a, that's a that's a massive think tank, um, pretty much controls our world. Uh, BlackRock, when you get into the, like the financials and yeah. what they own and how much of the world they own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's I think the stuff that's a little more, um, you know, grounded is stuff that opens your eyes a lot and kind of scares you a little bit sometimes. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. Tavistock Before. Institute hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> damn. No, I was going to ask before. Um, damn. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll bring this up. BlackRock right now is really relevant because isn't the, yeah. uh, Aren't they like taking that over right now in Paris? They were lighting <laughs> flares in the lobby and making bro. That looked like a fucking Call of Duty cutscene right there, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny how that's not getting a whole lot of uh, press right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you see most of that stuff on the on the social media is mostly TikTok, uh, right. just because Instagram and Facebook they kind of block that stuff. They don't want to uh, ruffle any feathers, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happens when you get a population of people worldwide that can see what each other is doing instead of being hid behind these, you know, news paywalls. And, you know, we're going to tell you what we want you to know. And mm-hmm. with TikTok, and, and I, I'm a big advocate for that app, mostly because if you look past all the, the BS and the, the cutesy fun stuff, it's, it's true news and it's real, mm-hmm. you know, right. and it's, and it's happening real time. And there's people that are live showing these protests in the streets they're walking down the street uh same thing happened with like black lives matter uh protests and all these different protests that they were doing throughout uh throughout the past few years mm-hmm. um so it's it's very interesting to see that app and then all of a sudden you get this unanimous <laughs> every politician wants it gone and that's never happened across the board for anything gun right. violence they've never they've never agreed upon anything healthcare social security anything but all of a sudden you get this app that the people are becoming a little too woke they're becoming a little bit uh you know too well informed and they're not getting the the news that we want them to get they're getting the news that everybody it's a whole big storm man well we got to remember that woke has changed too that used yeah. to be like the way that you're explaining it I, yeah. was, Woke was the, the way old it used to be term. the old way, the old, like, Oh man, you know, like everything around me is your eyes are opening, but now, mm-hmm. now woke is what the mainstream media is pushing on you. That's wokeness. So right. a lot, so you're not able to see that. But the thing with the thing with TikTok is funny is that we've heard a lot of BS about it where it's like, Oh, it's spyware, but isn't Instagram. Mm-hmm isn't right, Facebook, right. you know, isn't Google, you know, <laughs> yeah. like everything, everything that you're doing. I mean, there's definitely some guy probably in a dark room like this that's watching us. Like, what are they going to say? <laughs> they're going to they're gonna fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. It's interesting. You mentioned that because I feel like it was highlighted during that court trial too. Right. Wasn't the CEO of TikTok like, Hey, what, what am I doing different than what you guys are doing on Instagram yeah, and Facebook? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh man. The the crazy right. thing too is TikTok came out at a potent time too, right? Like it mm-hmm. kind of came out around 2000. I mean, from my understanding, 19, 2020 yeah, right? right? Yeah. And so, I mean, around the time I remember Vine and Twitter were the the you know 
the certain the predecessors of that type of media. And so was Snapchat for a little bit. I feel like Snapchat kind of fell off of that, but yeah. I think it's because it stays for a limited amount of time and TikTok, you know, you could just keep it up there and people can see it. Got to give good recognition to Twitch too for letting things go live. Those, a lot of those protests in mid 2020, uh, a lot of a lot of Twitch streamers had like you know 50 different live feeds from independent media people just running around in the streets, and that mm-hmm. really got you really got to see what was actually happening in certain cities. I think Portland was probably one of the most interesting cities to watch just because it was riots every day. Oh man, I feel like it's because they already knew something was going to go on that day, you know. So everyone prepped. And we're like, all right, I got to catch this because this shit's going to go viral. And and I mean, I always mention this on a podcast. Even if you do the right thing for the wrong reasons, it's going to be beneficial for you. So putting the truth out there, whether or not it's going to get you clout or make you famous, like the truth is out there, right? So, um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, do you guys unanimously think that it's that that's the main reason why they're trying to ban TikToks because they can't really filter and manipulate the algorithm mm-hmm. in order for the general audience to, to see a hundred percent there's there's no doubt in my mind about that because <laughs> their uh, their their front office is not in uh is not in silicon valley you know exactly <laughs> right and it's and just it's, like the whole privacy just, is a ploy thing you know they're just saying they're they're spying on us like no you yeah. you guys they're have been spying on us for a while yeah <laughs> you guys have been sp- i mean let's not forget what fucking was the patriot act was made into law remember say. that yeah. it's just like so how is this any different isn't know, there supposed any, to be another yeah. one too like the resist act or something like that there's a new bill right now that's trying they're trying to push and yeah. they're calling it like the new patriot act so it's a way that the government can now like actually spy on you you know be more than they already are i don't know too much information but the the cover of it you know they always try to present us with something but behind yeah. the curtain, it's totally something else. So what they're showing us is TikTok. Let's uh-huh. ban TikTok, which I'll yeah. say I agree with. Which, which, Wait, what? Which, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, that's but, a biased thing, though. But behind it, but behind the curtain is is behind, is behind the, uh, like, the, all the spying that they could do on us, like, just checking all our information. They're doing that data. already, though. <laughs> no, but it goes, I don't know, it just goes deeper now no, this one no. this one Every goes they can yeah. do it is just like so again i don't know too much information that's why i can't give examples mm-hmm. but that's the that's the idea behind I, it. I could be wrong but what i picked up on it is that they can actually prosecute you for using certain social media apps that they don't want you to use in certain states oh yeah that's, that's so a social credit over score over a vpn <laughs> on a vpn yeah, they're trying to remove vpns and stuff yeah that's the yeah, big vpns can get you 20 years and 100 grand Wow! What are you in for, bro? <laughs> <A> VPN. <laughs> Damn! Don't fuck with me, this too, bro. Me too. <laughs> We're just all in there now. Bunch of nerds in in one in one block. <laughs> Could be the biggest gang oh, in prison. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude's got playing playing. Uh, guys are playing Dungeons and Dragons instead of instead of selling cigarettes to each other. <laughs> I wouldn't be so scared of prison anymore if we had to go to prison. Yeah, oh, to look for. I'm like going to learn Dungeons package. and Dragons for the first time I'll ever. I'll give you 10 top ramen for that one. <laughs> and it's also funny to know like like you said we we, we kind of joked around about how Facebook has more of the older population um, amongst their users, but TikTok 
like surface level, you think it's like trendy, just kids, dance trends. But really, once you get your algorithm going, and I feel like TikTok has the best algorithm as far as tailored for you instead mm-hmm. of like, you know, like the Amazon and the Instagram algorithm where they're really just trying to sell you <laughs> products. But uh, yeah, I feel like the average user, well, there, there's more 30 to 40 year olds on TikTok than, than really people, you know. It's kind of no, weird, but right. whatever. <laughs> well, TikTok well, in China, they, they're they like watching documentaries and stuff, and we're watching people get their heads cut off. You know, yeah. so, you know, there's there's my algorithm on Instagram is the weirdest thing. I was looking up, I think I was looking up like college basketball because I was, they don't follow it. And I was looking it up a couple weeks ago. Then my algorithm on the search portion of Instagram started changing to just like college volleyball players in like their uniform. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like it started just getting chicks. Hmm. And I was like, I'm looking up men's basketball and I get like, like Oklahoma state university gymnastics teams pictures. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So they're, they're really selling some weird shit on Instagram. But like you said, TikTok, I don't have the app right now, but every time I do, get into it and re- and put it back on my phone because i because the problem is, is i can scroll through that for like 16 hours yep and and it i mike actually had explained it to me one time it goes by how fast your Scrolling. i guess your vision, yeah your vision time is on it so if you get it like more than five seconds or something like that then that type of video will start to uh see sh- now that was part of the the uh the senate hearings is and and it's probably like one of those standout moments where one of the, one of the guys was like, uh, does TikTok uh, follow your eye movement? And right. nobody knew what he was talking about, but realistically Instagram and Facebook do that. So what they do is they uh, monitor the, uh, the iris of, or the pupil of your eye. So when you come across a post, it checks the dilation of your eye to see if it's something that you actually want to see. And that's how they come up with most of their algorithm. So look so at when you're scrolling. No wonder you're getting those volleyball players, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at that. And that's also a big part of the reason as to why it feels like it's tailored to you. Because within the user agreement, you're actually allowing them to use your microphone and to use your camera. Because obviously, if you're on Instagram, you're going to say, yeah, use my camera. Yeah, use my microphone. But they're not saying, yeah, we can use your microphone and your camera to take pictures of you and to and so that you can upload video and stuff like that. They're saying that so that they can monitor your eye, your eye movements and so that they can hear your conversations. Oh, that's a, that's a given. You could be talking about yeah. tacos and a Del Taco ad will come up on your uh, mm-hmm. on your Facebook feed. Yeah. yeah, and it's weird That's too crazy. though the the user agreement, and and if you if you click decline on any of the things like your camera access access you know to your microphone, you can't use the app. Yeah, you have to accept all the conditions, like yep. or else you can't use it at all. You're so either accept or you're locked out. <laughs> yeah, or kick rocks. That's funny because yeah, Danny his dog recently passed. We had a conversation about it. Rest in peace. Um, but after that, my algorithm is just a bunch of like dogs passing. Like, what the fuck? I, I would never search that and I never liked any of you know any content of that matter, but 
That's crazy. It, it's pretty odd. I don't know if your algorithm changed, Danny, but mine's like every other no, post. No, mine is, didn't. No? Hmm. No. I mean, just a little bit. There were like dogs and stuff like, but nothing like what you're saying. It wasn't anything like, oh, dogs bad. It was just like, you know, cute little puppy videos and things like that. That's it. Yeah. I'll get like doggy heaven and like appreciate your dog while there. I'm like, what the fuck? And I mean, that's, that's just me. I've, you, I'm sure you guys know a bunch of, or have heard a bunch of different stories of people saying, oh, I was talking about this and all of a sudden it started popping up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy because we're right to our first talking point, JFK, I feel like even then they were already wiretapping and listening on conversations, you know, and yeah. like the Patriot Act, Patriot Act and Snowden coming out with with his uh with his his info when he was a whistleblower. I feel like for for the people who just started waking up to this, I felt like they finally were like, "Oh man, they're watching us. They're listening. They, they, they're kind of in shock that this is happening." But if you look into it, it's like, "Damn, this has been going on for a while." So. They're just getting better at it. They're using terminology to to kind of trick people into like if enthusiastically voting for those policies too. Yeah. <laughs> We're like bending over. We're bending over happily taking it. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, they've perfected the propaganda game for the past hundred years. So Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, they something they say, you know, ninety percent of the population takes it as the word, you know. So there's no avoiding that. They've perfected that. But I think that's another thing that that these social medias are kind of doing is it's changing people's perceptions, at least the ones that aren't monitored by Meta or the Zuctillians. But, um, <laughs> it, you know, it, it, when when people start using these these things to come together and they're going past these these trends, you know, because everything is a trend. Mm-hmm. Follow the trend, follow the trend, follow the trend. But once you get past that, like you said, the surface of that, you get down to what is real about it. And you get down to what is, you know, is, is important about these apps. And I think that's one thing that they're, they're kind of, you know, they're spouting off. Oh, it's, it's Chinese spyware and this and that. Realistically, TikTok could be just like Facebook. It could be just like Instagram. It could be just like Twitter, where it takes all its user data and just puts it out on the free market and sells it. Mm-hmm. No matter what, if China wants the data, they're going to get the data. Mm-hmm. They you got know, balloons, right? From, I'm just kidding. Yeah, they got balloons. <laughs> they, they took pictures of the entire country before we shut it down. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that data is available no matter what. And they act like it's it's this new thing. Oh my God, you know, TikTok can take our data. Well, everybody's been doing it, like you said, for years upon years upon years. Mm-hmm. And speaking, I like that you mentioned they're using these apps now to kind of create propaganda. Um, let's go into our, our talking points. Oh, yeah. The term conspiracy theorist and um, conspiracy theory, I feel like these apps now are kind of demonizing that term a little bit more, but it's 50 50 now, right? Like mm-hmm. I feel like a, a lot of people are tired of the bullshit or are keen to it now and are waking up. And so they, they, they turn a, an open ear to the term conspiracy theorists now. And, you know, like us end up scrolling on TikTok for hours, <laughs> changing their algorithm. My wife's algorithm is completely different after I've been sending her TikTok. So now she's in the rabbit hole, which is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I'm noticing is, is a lot of normies 
that don't usually follow or or do any research, you know, they might be like, oh, JFK assassination, that's something interesting, or the moon landings, but they don't get too deep into the actual real nitty gritty of the conspiracy mm-hmm. stuff. And a lot of people I'm noticing that one, they started, you know, listening to either a show or they, you know, obviously podcast. Podcasting has definitely helped mm-hmm. the the conspiracy theorist uh, community of people. Um, but one thing I'm noticing is that everybody's just taking all the pills at once that yeah. are coming to me and they're not, yeah. nobody can pick us out. I'm like, well, this thing you just talked to me about goes against all these other things that you are right. talking about too. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hard to like, I know one person that literally just like, they, they were like a scud missile just right into right. They eat that black pill, white pill, red pill. <laughs> they're eating, they're Jeez. eating all the pills and you know, they went, <laughs> they went super, super deep into everything. And I'm like, hold up. The first thing you told me about is about 70 years old. So you got to back up a little bit, uh-huh. but there's a lot of people going over to that, but they're going like, there's no like, Hey, I'm going to spelunk down the cliff. They're just yeet down mm-hmm. off, right off. And that's dangerous for the people that are really taking time to bring out, you know, really nasty things in, in our current world. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause uh, we had one on the podcast from one one. And we mentioned about we, we were talking about the, the conspiracy community, you know, and we came from religious backgrounds and we were turned off by that because of, you know, the gatekeeping and the too passionate, like dualistic. I'm right. You're wrong. Black and white perspective. And I feel like the conspiracy theorist um, population is kind of getting like that. Like, I mean, Tartaria and Flat Earth, we mentioned with one of them, it's like. It's either flat earth or Tartaria or you're wrong. <laughs> when, you know, conspiracy theories, the community was more about just being open-minded and, you know, not really getting offended if you get proven wrong. It's it's more of like, oh, okay, now I'll look into that and I'll try to see the world from that perspective. That was a coined term from our uh, alphabet soup friends, you know, to make mm-hmm. us look like terrible people and that we're a bunch of liars during the JFK assassination. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's also funny uh, because these new conspiracy theorists, they're researching this for like a year, a year and a half, and they go and talk about it confidently to somebody that's been researching it for like 10 years that's trying to stay away from it, you know? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. yo, you got to let this simmer. And I mean, like think twice before you go down this rabbit hole because because it takes a while to digest, you know? <laughs> well, it's like there, there was a very um, kind of... It was a post that really took off. I think it was on Twitter. Uh, somebody had posted called the the new conspiracy uh, iceberg chart. And pretty much what she did was she listed all these conspiracies, you know, kind of in a, in a tiered system and from how least Semitic, anti-Semitic they were to most anti-Semitic. Hmm. And there there's some stuff on there. It's like... Uh, I mean, realistically, if you look into the deep history of most conspiracies, a lot of them are rooted in anti-Semitism. Interesting, Mm -hmm. right? You know, so it's like, yeah, you could say it's anti-Semitic, but also on the other end of it, there's a lot more evidence that, yeah, you know, you have nazis or world war ii germany that were involved in a lot of these things in the the precipice of these things but there's also this other 90 percent of information that you guys are just like spacing out on like oh yeah you know that this took place a lot of years before and a lot of years after 
and it you know it always hasn't always been connected to nazism or anti-semitism it was huge in the late 1800s huge yeah huge in america in the late 1800s so a lot of people don't realize that that's like mike said like when you take take anti-semitism everybody immediately goes to nazi germany right and that's that is a yes it's a big it's a big big portion of of that but there's it's also not because it's just part of the history of it and just uh one of the chapters that's involved in that rhetoric and ideology that's by design though i feel like just because of the propaganda and yeah and if you do any more education and and come up to a conclusion that's against narrative then that wasn't real (laughs) that wasn't real knowledge man which is uh let's get down to our talking points conspiracy theorist and the term kind of started around the cold war right and then really came back full-fledged around the jfk assassination which is interesting because i feel like around the time that jfk became president that was when the the mainstream media finally got a handle of the technology of like hey we got a tv and everybody's watching you know and we can we can um we can incite certain emotions and these people get really emotionally involved and you know we can we can kind of control their their uh, political views just based on what we're showing them and wasn't i remember hear, hearing and reading and learning about this in in a history class but jfk and his and his debate with nixon it was it was interpreted differently depending on how you which media you 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 took it in right if if you heard it on the radio it seemed like nixon was was winning the debate but if you watched it on tv it seemed like JFK was winning it based on the looks and how, how Richard Nixon was, was talking and, and carrying himself. Um, and so I feel like the cold war, just because everything was passive, I feel like that was them really taking notes, you know? And then mm-hmm. just because of the weird anomalies that happened in the JFK case, like, that being the most, the, the least protected president has ever been during like a public appearance. <laughs> the, the, what was called, um, the, uh, the trial of Lee Harvey Oswald being in broad daylight and the controversy of the, was it the law enforcement saying, Hey, we should do this at night, you know, just because this guy's a high, high value suspect and people are really emotionally involved in this. So it might get dangerous doing this in broad daylight, but the mainstream media is like, now nah, we need the lighting, bro. Let's do this at 2 p.m. <laughs> which which doesn't even make sense in itself because they took him out through a parking garage. Um, and then it just so happens that pretty much every news outlet was just there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they, they brought him out and, oh, what do you know? There's a guy with a gun who <laughs> right. coincidentally has connection to Lee Har- Harvey Oswald and has connection to the mafia and has connection to all these different uh, scenarios and situations that happened before the president showed up. Yeah. You know, and then multiple you, and- people seeing it, <laughs> multiple people seeing yeah. what they saw. So yeah. yeah, it's, and then, and on top of it, JFK was also the, the president that was trying to eliminate that shadow government that yes. behind the scenes stuff the too. Federal so, Reserve. Yeah. There was a there was a theory regarding that that I just read about that um, I was unaware of, and it's one of those things you got to kind of dig deep to find. But apparently, there was a Lee Harvey Oswald uh, lookalike 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he was trained by the CIA and just so happened to be in Dallas at the time of the murder. And there were certain witnesses that had seen, oh, yeah, I saw Lee Harvey Oswald. He was leaving the the green and he got into the back of a car. But at the same time, he was also being chased on foot by police way oh, back, you know, in the other direction. So it's a uh, yeah. There's some there's some interesting things out there, interesting theories, and a lot of it points to it probably wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Mm. And then Trump oh, was have- saying that it was Ted Cruz's dad. Remember, he's like Ted Cruz's dad was involved in this. <laughs> oh, he, yeah, he's the Zodiac killer. Or yeah, Ted Cruz the, was the Zodiac killer. He, he said that during the election. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you guys think we're, we'll ever find uh, no? The truth behind the JFK. JFK well, that's the thing. Like it's that. kind of relevant now because they released more information about it. But the numbers are different. I read 95% of it is already out. But then I read 70% of it is already out. But even then, man, can you really, at this point, can you trust what they're putting out? <laughs> no. no. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> they they want you to know what you know what they want you to know. And so they're just giving you, it's like, fine, we'll give it to them because we're going to do something else right now. So. Exactly. Right. That's, you know, that's a, that's a thing that we talked about with a recent guest that we had, uh, Nick Pope. And it was a question that I had for him is that I am very leery of Freedom of, Inf- of Information Act uh, requests. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're the real truth. Um, he didn't agree with me, but uh, I don't think that they're the real truth, realistically, because I think everything is a psyop, realistically. Amen. If you look at everything... Um, and then you you look at it and you say, okay, let's look at the things that the CIA was dropping, mm-hmm. uh, this information that they were giving us. They're talking about the Gateway Project, how we can astral travel, and all this other stuff. I, I think it's I think it's those pieces of of information that the CIA would release, but maybe they're not real. Maybe they're not actual things that they looked into. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just another drop for people to go, oh. I'm going to waste my time listening to 25 hours worth of this gateway project to figure out if I can astral travel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Everything is distraction. Everything is just be occupied with this. Yeah. I mean, especially if you look at modern society with their phones, it's, it's working pretty well. <laughs> good. A mind good boys. Good boys. Yeah. yeah. TikTok. <laughs> yeah. You would think they would want us to keep TikTok. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They can't control the algorithm, though. That's the thing. Um, it's it's. I feel like at the time, the only form of media was was television, and so that was easy to control. I mean, we look now, and it's it's pretty public knowledge that there's only there's a handful of people that control media. Um, mm-hmm. Disney pretty much owns everything. It, it blows people's mind that ESPN is owned by Disney, which <laughs> owns the UFC, owns everything now. You know. Yeah. And uh, what, what what other news source does ESPN or does Disney own? They own Fox now, right? ABC. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. So, um, I mean, and that's another thing. If we go into Disney and their origins, it's pretty dark. We haven't uh, touched on Disney yet, but I think it's coming. I think we're oh, going to yeah. do something this summer <laughs> on it. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, now we're, we're, we're reaching the age where first it was YouTube that was, was considered a threat to mainstream media, right? More people were were tuning into YouTube, watching Netflix, and you know, paying for cable services. Now, now you see cable services evolving and turning into streaming services. And now that the app is coming, I, I feel like people gravitate towards 
genuine news. And I feel like people always have that basic instinct to sense what's genuine and what's kind of tailored, right? Do you guys believe that? Or is it like certain people that can kind of sense the bullshit? I think mm. it's confirmation bias. Yeah. Mm. I think it's just you see what you want to see and that's what you gravi- yeah. gravitate towards. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. true. You know, it's like the people that still watch Fox News or CNN or, you know, any of those those big news outlets. And they go, oh, this is the news. This is exactly what's going on in the world. And I should know nothing else past what they're telling me to, to know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and there are people that are very drawn to that. And in a way, they enjoy living in that bubble because that bubble is very simple. It's a simplistic mm-hmm. uh, equation. Yes. Yes. You know, it's local news, everything that's going on. Here's some accidents. Here's some fires. Here's some some killings. And then it goes depression, 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 depression. Here's the weather, you know, and that and that's what people are, are drawn to. That's why a lot of people, they watch the evening news literally every single day. Yeah. And they're it's loyal to their brand. Yeah, yeah, they really are. It's like that's their team. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 identity uh, news streaming, just like identity politics. That's crazy. Um, going back to JFK and the Warren Commission, right? The Warren Commission kind of took over because I feel like if this was back then, TikTok would blow this out the water. You know, there'd be so many people in Dallas that day that if there were two shooters, I mean, one example is fucking the the Las Vegas shooting, right? I don't know if yeah, you guys yeah. were following that live, but sucks, FBI just put right? out some new stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is weird. Like, why are we just releasing this stuff willy nilly? Mm-hmm. Like, they if they're just, it's almost like they're throwing like little breadcrumbs. Like Mike said, you're you're like you're you're looking this way, and they're like you drop some food, and you're like, oh, you know, and right, you're like, yeah. go that way, you know, and yeah, that's how yeah. they can keep you going for you know maybe a couple days and didn't digging into it. I mean, Vegas is. Vegas was a weird situation mm-hmm. because you know there's there's from my from remembering it and me going on to I think it was Snapchat that night and watching different angles and videos from cell phones. I mean, clearly there was more than one person there. Bro, thank oh, you. Yeah. For saying that. yeah, man. You could hear you could hear shots being fired after the the full auto sh- um, rifle was already you know spraying, and it's weird because we saw that before it was even broadcasted and used it was even recorded which you you can't beat you know it's 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 here's the truth interpret it how you want it i'm not going to put any kind of spin on it you know see it for how you take it kind of the the craziest thing from that night is i heard from people that were actually dan blazerian saying give me a gun (laughs) (laughs) i was stupid you know who i am i was like no get the fuck out of here That guy, I'm so glad that guy's irrelevant now. But anyways, um, no, the the weird thing of what, what I heard of people that were actually at the event that night is that people would look at them and laugh and be like, and they would say, you're going to die. die tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's bizarre. It, it's yeah. like, it, it was bizarre and it was just, it's a lot of things, but there was for sure, for sure more than one shoot. Yeah, I also heard that there was a there was a lady going around the concert telling people the same thing. So it, it's and that's been that's been reported by other people that were actually at the event, not like just news sources. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a wonder. No, I heard it from someone at the at the event. Oh, you, you actually from someone there? 
Mm-hmm. Fuck. That's See, crazy. it's a wonder to me that more people don't get fucking jaws broken nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the problem with half the population, and Dave and I have been saying that for years, is that <laughs> not enough people have been hit. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's the thing is like if you're from, you know, back in the day or you're from certain neighborhoods or you grew up in certain places like you've been in a fight, you've lost Mm -hmm. them, you've won them, you know, it's it's whatever it is. But there's people out there now that you could go up to them, you know, they're in their 20s. You ever been in a fight? No, that sounds terrible. (laughs) That sounds terrible, but then they'll, they'll terrible, be the most, but... they'll, they'll have the highest, you know, the, the most important opinion in the world. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like their opinion, then how dare you? You need to right. be hit. People right. need to be hit. Well, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of hitting a lot of altercations that have, I couldn't imagine going to high school right now on top of the fact that you have that you're the, everybody's glued to these devices. And if you're being bullied, you, you, you used to be able to just go home, get off the bus, mm-hmm. go home, get away from it. You're at home. That's your safe space. You got Nintendo 64. You're doing your thing. You didn't have, you know, you might, you might've had like AOL, but you weren't friends with the person on AOL that, that, you know, like on instant messenger. So you can get away with it. Now it's just like an onslaught and barrage of abuse between these kids. So things for it's, I've been thinking about it a lot, obviously since recent events, but a lot of things that would have just been like shoving matches or fist fights are mass shootings now. Which is mm. the, the craziest, the craziest thing because now it used to just be like everybody gathers in the hallway, fight, and people are, you know, right, right, or, or meet me outside in the parking lot, you know, like it's in, but nobody in those situations, you could be, you're mad at, you're mad enough to get into a fight with somebody, but you never were mad enough to be like, yeah, right. we're gonna, we're gonna go this far. You, you know, know what's interesting too, if you've ever been in a fight, sometimes when you let, you know, let loose and just, scrap it out after that you become friends sometimes you yeah, know what i mean <laughs> after that it's like hey just, i respect you after that this is still stupid what you said but you're cool now <laughs> you can take I've a fun <laughs> i've got one friend that you know our friendship was really solidified because of a fist fight after oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> shout out to him man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but it's interesting because like nowadays that energy is kind of pent up so i i train mma so I feel when I'm hitting the bags, I can just let out a lot of, you know, energy yeah, that I have yeah. pent up, you know, whether it's like getting cut off on the, on the freeway or things <laughs> that happen on work, I could just let it loose there, come back home. I was like, oh, I'm chilling. You know, I've, I've let yeah. loose, but nowadays like people are so passive aggressive, super duper aggressive, mm-hmm. passive, super duper aggressive that when it gets confrontational and the phones come out, you don't want to look like the bad guy you know, swung first, unless you don't give a fuck, you know, you're it's like, I want to turn this into a highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm saying with that is what happens is, you know, let's say you want to scrap, you get the phone up nowadays, mental health and social media, terrible combination, you know, especially growing up as an adolescent right now in these days, what could be the talk of the town in high school or your city could be fucking viral in the whole country and worldwide. You know what I mean? And if you're having to deal with like, trauma that you dealt with in school about being embarrassed imagine that on a scale of like globally where you're known as that so when you go to high school and you go to college you're oh dude you're you're the guy from that video like <laughs> it makes sense kind of why people are you know breaking breaking reaching their breaking point and their psyche is just kind of snapping right look it's happening to adults look at will smith yeah yeah oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's it's Listen, definitely no, i think i I think too, uh, kind of how we were saying, like the different generations. I guess 
you know, we were more active, our generation, you know, we were more active. So we had ways of, um, you know, letting that negativity out in a way, whether we did MMA or sports or just outside with the friends, you know, just playing and whatever. Yeah, you go outside and play, yeah. You'd go outside and play. Now everything's just so bottled in that you have no way of releasing that frustration where Mm -hmm. it bottles up and then it goes to that extreme of, Oh, I'm a threat to school with this and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, kids are not able to let out whatever you know. A lot of these kids you find out are bullied, or they, or the statistics really are like you know, really they really had like a hard life at home, or like a lot of them too, which is a crazier percentage. Like a lot of them just don't have absent fathers, and mm-hmm. no one really talks about that that much. And it's just like. You know, like like everyone's saying, no one's been punched in the face. I bet you these kids were punched in the face. I'm like, I'm not going to shoot. You know, like if they could punch someone in the face and left the steam, I think that would prevent a lot of these things. But who knows? It's just the world's getting weirder. It's getting crazier because, well, people are getting, I don't know, like there's something going on with everyone's mental state nowadays. And yeah, I mean, mass shooting is not like, like a new thing. It's we've had Sadly, it. Right? Yeah, we've had this going on right. for so long, but it just seems to be it's becoming more and more normal. Like it's in the news, like, oh shit, another shooting back then you heard a shoe was like, no way Columbine, you know? And that was forever. That's what I was talking about. But then you get that was nowadays, the one, like, right? Yeah. yeah. You know? And then I remember watching the video, of those guys just doing it and just shooting their heads off in, in the cafeteria or whatever. It, it's just, now it's just, Hey, we had a shooting last week. Oh, there's another one this week. It's like, how, why the fuck is this happening? And it's hard it's, to keep track these days. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you're coming yeah. out so, so much. It's just like, oh, that happened. You're kind of getting, we're, we're kind of getting numb to it. If we're talking about programming and stuff, it's kind of getting normalized. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think that's the whole point. That's, that was yeah. what I was going to get into. The reason why we're seeing it so much, it's like, they're trying to desensitize us to it. You know, it's like these shootings are happening, but I mean, it's like, it's always been happening but now they just want to show it show it all over the place you know i've thought that a lot uh, go ahead go ahead oh i've thought that a lot with the desensitizing people but Mm -hmm. then i think about other generations like the generation Mm -hmm. that were in world war one and world war two and the people are in civil war those people are not those people were desensitized to the to the violence all around them so realistically Mm -hmm. we have all these things going on but are we more violent now than we were then because it feels like this people yeah. might, might not like me for saying this, but we were probably more violent a hundred years ago. Damn, than you know what? As a society, interesting because we're still the same animal. We yep. still have that, you know, memory of killing in World War One, killing in World War Two. But now we don't exert any energy, so all that shit, all that primal energy is pent up. I mean, we we spoke to our previous high school coaches, and dude, it blew my mind that in football they don't even have Hell Week anymore. In, in yeah, some they can't. School. That's that's great. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, just like so many kids, kids dying. Yeah, just kids like being overworked and parents complaining about it and kids just collapsing on the field dying. Well, there's the problem right there. Yeah. Then is that you're not getting the coping mechanisms or getting or changing. You know, mm-hmm. you're not you're not telling somebody that hey, you know, like you said, one of the best feelings in the world is getting done with a workout or hitting a bag or something like that and mm-hmm. not actually yeah. taking it out on somebody else. Hell and yeah. I guess, you know, generationally seeing you know, a video games are lifelike now. So a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people might a lot, might if they're if you don't if you're not thinking one to one to where you're going to go school, shoot up a school, you're also thinking this is real in my head as well. You're not mm-hmm. just one of those, you're not an avid video game player that's 
you know, like this is an alternate reality that I'm, and, that I put myself. And the, they also say that our brain based off what it sees, like it's, it makes it hard to distinguish what is really real and what is fake. So if we're playing a video game of us killing someone, our brain could be taking it in, in that moment, obviously. It's visualizing like you've already it's done visual- it in your head. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so deja in a at way, that point, right? In well, a way, think, it's also desensitizing. In a yeah. Think of how many shooters, uh, killers, murderers, mass shooters have all come out afterwards and been like, yeah, killing mm-hmm. the person. It's not like the video games. How many times have you heard that quote? So many times. It's not right. like in a video game. It's not like in a video game. So that's mm-hmm. what you're comparing it to because, like you're saying, you're mentally preparing yourself if, if that is the route that you're going to take, you're mentally preparing yourself to kill real people by playing video games. So, like, I think that was the the big basis for the argument back in the in the 90s, early 2000s, that, like, video games were to blame for mass shootings and stuff like that. When mm-hmm. it, it, it wasn't. It's not like the game drove people to it's do still, that. It's still not. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, I wasn't saying mm-hmm. I wasn't blaming video games. But Doom was a game that was really ostracized when it first came out because it's like our oh, just gonna make our kids yeah. kill shit and it's like well they're killing demons so and aliens it's a little bit different but yeah. you know it, but yeah it's, politicians would hate that now it's grand theft auto <laughs> yeah everyone <laughs> people are saying grand theft auto is a uh, you know it's 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 influencing all these mass shootings like nah man i've been if anything, I I would just be driving around in Grand Theft Auto, picking up a hooker and kill her after <laughs> yeah. get my money back. It's like, but I have never said I'm going to do that in real life, you know. <laughs> uh, fun, fun fact, though, fun fun nerdy fact. Uh, all of the, all of those, um, you know, all of that started with uh, Mortal Kombat. So that's why there's a lot of the ratings, like the you know, oh, rating right. for oh, because of the fatalities. Mm-hmm. The fatalities. Mm-hmm. That was all Mortal yeah. Kombat. Yeah, I don't, care, I don't care how much training you 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 do. You're not going to be able to uppercut someone's torso off. Yeah, I was, <laughs> was going to say you don't see people ripping spinal columns out <laughs> yeah. of people. You know, exactly <laughs> freezing them. But it, I think like it, just touching back on the psyops, that's really what it is. They're doing this, making us see the shit, and say, "Hey, it's those guys." And then so you guys look away from who's really perpetrating all of this shit. I mean, it's, it's all it's all of like. I it's like a, yeah it's like exactly that's what i wanted to say you know it's like you know you got the puppeteer and he's making you look over there but so you don't see what he's doing behind the you know the curtain so we're big fans of wrestling and wwe and it's <laughs> funny growing up you know with that in our background and getting into conspiracy because it's like dude i'm used to this shit you know what i mean yeah that guy's Vince McMahon, pretty much. <laughs> 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 like I, I heard this. Um, I heard this quote. It said, "Like the government is the entertainment industry of uh, the military," which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's mm-hmm. like you'll you guys will actually in, <clears throat> excuse me. You'll actually enjoy this. Um, it's called the the cave allegory. Have you ever heard of that? Dude, that's what we're based yes. on. The world's so, so crazy. We, we went back to the cave. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the cave allegory, you know, goes back to like Plato where, you know, these people would be be stuck in a cave and they would see uh, shadows of what mm-hmm. was going on outside the cave. So that's pretty much what we're seeing now. That's, you know, we're seeing the shadows. We're not seeing what the real reality of everything is mm-hmm. going on behind the scenes. Right. So, Which is pretty much the... Uh, the premise of the matrix too right 
Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Movies ahead of its time, man. I swear to God. Matrix well, is a documentary, not a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there there's actually uh they they made that movie and that uh was so popular that they made that a a defense for murder cases. Stop for real. Yeah, it was it was uh it was it was the, the Matrix fuck? the Matrix defense. And it started off with this kid who Oh um, yeah, I remember talking he about had it. like memorize the movies word for word he like had a trench coat he had the whole bit he was like he was fully convinced that he was living in a matrix and there was a way to get out um so he uh one day just randomly just got a shotgun went into the basement shot his mother his father came down the stairs shot his father um and then afterwards like went to prison and like they were talking to him years after it happened and he's still in prison mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm still not sure if we live in a matrix or not. I'm still not sure if I live in some sort of, you know, make believe is this all real? Were those my real parents? I don't know. He got a um, phone call. He said that he, I think yeah, he, he, he was he on the phone. And then when he was on the phone that there was somebody telling him to kill your parents because you know, they're, you know, and basically, you know, it's basically a scene, a scene, mm-hmm. you know, from a movie. And, uh, that was, he was hearing, he was hearing code and, and listen and listening to a disembodied Jeez. voice. And that's what Shit. happened. More and they used it in his defense for his yep. trial. Yep. You wow. wow. That's crazy. Morpheus, call him. <laughs> that's the death you got. <laughs> Man, imagine that and it works. Like. Oh no. Oh no. He sees the phone and he's like, no, no. <laughs> oh man. The fucking the lawyer looks like Agent Smith and he starts <laughs> He starts morphing. Yes. Uh, oh man. Oh man, it's funny. No, but it's funny because who knows if he got a phone call, right? Um, going back to JFK, I have a I actually think that Lyndon, or not Lyndon, I think that Lee Harvey Oswald might have been MK Ultra, right? Um, he could very I, well could have been MK Ultra. I think even Jack, who's the one that shot him? Jack Kirby or Kirby? I forget it. I think the guy who shot Lee Harvey Oswald might have been MK Ultra as well, just because of that that pattern of they had no recollection of what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I you also tell people about MK Ultra. They look at you with the, the fluoride stare. You know, <laughs> and it's a lot stare. of people. A lot of people. You'll be like, yeah, yeah, that guy got MK Ultra, and they're like, mm-hmm. what? what are you talking about? And I'm like, exactly. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is really crazy. Once you start going down that rabbit hole, it's scary because we had a we had a hypnotist on our podcast, and I was talking to him, and I'm like, man. Sounds kind of like MK Ultra, you know. So I went down this rabbit hole and I was like, you know what? These ASMR videos that are popping up and are trending now, I think those are it might be MK, MK Ultra programming, man. Cause who knows? Oh. Some sometimes those live sessions are like two, three hours. You're listening to them in your bed, like trying to fall asleep, right? Because I don't think anyone's listening to ASMR to go work out. <laughs> Unless that's you. <laughs> that's your thing. But if you're someone that, does. <laughs> yeah. But if you're in that sleeping state, you're really vulnerable to hip you know, the hypnotist. And what's what's to say that maybe like 25% of those ASMR channels aren't like, vote for Biden. <laughs> well, that's probably why Amaranth is a millionaire, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she makes like almost $2 million a month or something. 
that's insanity just Which from crazy. asmr and only fans mm-hmm. probably more so the only fans but right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean go get my only fans <laughs> yeah. listen to the game and hush hush conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because fans. um starting this uh podcast in this business i like and, and being in deeply rooted in conspiracy theories like i try to use these mk ultras on our brand you know what i mean to yeah. Put yeah. Here in the masses. i know if you guys do that too it's just funny. <laughs> probably I, subconsciously honestly. yeah you know we uh we've had this joke ongoing <laughs> pretty much uh <laughs> for almost the whole show that we uh, have been telling people when they listen to our show that we're not a cult. And we've <laughs> said it so many times that I think it's like subconsciously getting in people's brains because we get emails that are like people like saying, glad to be part of the cult. I mean, glad to be a hustling, glad to be, uh, yeah, the show is really great. I can't wait to find the compound. It's like, maybe, maybe we are turning this into a cult and maybe we don't even know it. <laughs> I, I just call it a following. It'll sound so much better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, we want an invite to the first ceremony. That's all I got to say. There you go. Right? I would right. love to dress up with a robe, put my hair down, and look like Jared Leto, just walking around <laughs> and being like, speaking <laughs> of cult leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, wild. He's a he's a real hoot. Wasn't what's his face to charge of that? Um, Ezra Miller. Ezra, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. A, like he was like, like a, a follower, <laughs> yeah. So, damn. He did it the shitty way, though. <laughs> <laughs> he he found him on on Craigslist or whatever. He's like, oh, join those guys. <laughs> <laughs> At least Jared Leto takes everybody to an island and everybody yeah. gets to dress in like Miami whites and stuff. You know, he just repurposed the sandals. <laughs> 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 it's it's weird. It's almost like everybody is in like some form of cult or group. But I, I didn't feel like it didn't. I didn't feel like that when I was in high school. Like you had the goths, the emo kids, the skaters, the you know the the, the preppy kids. You know the people who only had the little bird from American Eagle or whatever on their, on their shirt and, and polos. <laughs> like you had all the groups, but people kind of co commingled, at least from my experience, you know, there was, you, right. you might have that one, that one dude that's wearing black lipstick and has his nails painted. That's got a choke collar on. Mm-hmm. You might hang out with the kids that skate because he likes to skate right. or, you know, but now it's almost like you have like the MAGA people. That's like a cult in itself. And now it's gotten even to like the left and the right are so extreme that mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's almost like, things have been pushed into these cult like followings and ideology too. And a lot of that with a a lot of it. And it's almost like, okay, well, if we can segregate and if this is the psyop, we can, we can segregate this one group. That's, that's a part of this cult. We can get rid of them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like a way, an easier way to, to round people up because you're like, those are the crazy ones. And that's the same thing. Like when, when we're saying with the term conspiracy theorists, that was meant to, created by the cia to deter people from believing in probably the truth mm-hmm. or part ports of, portions of the truth it was effective i mean like i said around that time some of the evidence was, was und- were undeniable like actual firsthand witnesses were saying i heard two shooters you know just like the vegas shooting and yeah like you said that, that was weird that the witness saw two lee harvey oswalds that's that makes my it makes the back of my hair stand the back the hairs in the back of my neck stand up. That's fucking like some I don't know some black magic shit. 
with the K. Yeah, and I mean, there's also the the what didn't a governor get shot by that same bullet? So that kind of gives more ground to the magic bullet theory as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah if you yeah. look at the trajectory of that bullet, it's pretty wild. It's like, <laughs> goes through one side of the president into the governor, bounces off the back seat, comes back through the the governor's arm into the. Uh, it's what? like back mm-hmm. into the president's throat. It's like a whole. <laughs> well, I mean, the Zapruder film, you clearly see JFK getting blown backwards. Yeah. Like right. that doesn't mm-hmm. happen when you get shot in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. It. It just. It just doesn't. And bullets don't take 30 different angles into somebody's arm and shoulder and then bounce out and do that, you know, especially, you know, there's just so many things, you know, the type of rifle that Oswald was supposed to be using was, you know, as a bolt action rifle and he was far away and apparently no scope on that bad boy thing too. I think the guy was using iron. And he no scoped him. Shit. So (laughs) and I heard the barrel was off too. (laughs) Yeah. And, And he was a terrible shot. Yeah. Not not to mention they talked about his basic training. They were like, Yeah, that boy could barely hit a bullseye from a hundred feet away. And, and you're telling me but he, that day just happened to be his day. Perfect shot as that vehicle is moving away and you're up in a tower, like in a, in a window. Uh what? well the reason why it worked is it was a magic bullet. Yeah. It was magic, right? That's the reason why it worked. Well, my, my question is, is, why did everybody immediately, when when, they, when when the president was shot, immediately everybody booked up that hill, the mm. opposite direction of where that shot, of where the mm. alleged shot came from? It's the same thing when you talk about 9-11 to people. They just, yeah. the fluoride stare. They're like, you're fucking crazy. And you're like, am yeah. I? Am I? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Uh, you you said you sorry. No, go ahead. You go said ahead. magic bullet, Dave, and I thought of uh, you ever seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, where he pulls oh, out the cartoon yeah. gun yeah. and all the bullets <laughs> are different. <laughs> yeah. I always think of Wanted. You know when they curve the bullets? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Might have been that man. Might have might that might be a documentary too. Not a movie. <laughs> it was it was Morgan Freeman's. This motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. God, somebody remote fun, viewing the bullet. Um, so just to correct, it was Jack Ruby, not Jack Kirby. Jack, Jack, Jack Ruby, Ruby was the guy that shot uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. And he was kind of in cahoots with the with the FBI or the police department too, right? Didn't he own like a strip club that uh, that the cops would go to? Sound kind of Epsteiny, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? A hey, on the night bar. Oh, man. <laughs> but so while we're on this topic, all this shit was coming out, and I mean, this is the talk of the town. This is a big event, and it's televised, so like a lot, you know, you you didn't have to be there. Like you saw it if you were watching this live. Mm-hmm. And it was so loud as far as like the evidence that are coming out and it went away from the narrative that the deputy eternal general was the name Katzenbach. He put out a statement saying, Hey, we need a commission to take control of this and dispel all the conspiracy theories. So that's when the Warren commission was, uh, was, was it uh, created kind of like what happened with the nine 11 where the CIA just kind of took over like, Hey, we got this. <laughs> um, and then I think that's when, the term conspiracy theories became more of like a witch hunt demonizing discrediting term. Right. Yep. Yeah. And the thing with Vegas too, the difference between Vegas and, um, and, uh, JFK, what was it? Early 1960s. Right. Or mm-hmm. when he, uh, when he, when he was killed, right. uh, was it 63 or something yeah. like that? I think it was November of 63. Um, the difference between now and then, I mean, when we're saying like, Hey, in Vegas, there was one video. I remember somebody and it was probably Snapchat where you see somebody right in the lobby 
of the Mirage, like right where the valet is looking mm-hmm. straight up the side the facade of the building. And you see muzzle flash from two different spots and then all the way up really high. And then when you see it on the news, it's gone. We have the, once that tape hits the newsroom, they can edit easily. Yeah. You can edit the muzzle flashes out. And, uh, and that's what everybody sees unless you're seeing those real anomalous videos like the, the like with the Pentagon, for example, the, the there was one video on that day and I was 14 when it happened. And I remember watching it, but it was almost like they didn't catch it because it was on the news. But that first there was one there's the video that they show you where it's like two frames. Mm-hmm. But there was one they showed once where it was fluid, like a fluid security camera footage. And it was no plane. So no, it, it's yeah, it was yeah. it was very and I remember that like clear as clear as day because I was not a conspiracy theorist at 14. I want I got we had to go home from school early and I wanted mm-hmm. to go skating because I didn't care what was going on. I was like, wow, this is crazy. But I'm going outside, you know, and <laughs> yeah. and that's that's like we have the technology. Maybe they screwed up with that and then they realized, oh, shit, like someone so, someone got fired that day. Yeah, whoever was it? Whoever's in charge of post? Who forgot to put that plane graphic? That guy got fired. That day. someone ended up in Dulce Base. That's probably what happened. <laughs> so it's interesting because if we talk about like what's reported in the news and like actual firsthand witnesses, um, someone told me. My wife told me that there was this theory that she heard that people at the site of nine eleven said that they didn't even really see a plane hit. You know. That's a weird one. Yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, if you look at news outlets, you see the plane go through. And if you really look at it close, it like goes through pretty fluidly, like you said, too. Right. You don't really see the nose crashing and all that. I mean, I'm not a physicist, so I don't know the the physics of all that. But it's just interesting because I was in there. I didn't talk to anybody over there. All I see is what the news is showing me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I've said in the time that I came out, you see all these fake Photoshop pictures of people on the top of the building taking selfies with the plane coming in. You know what I mean? And I don't know if you guys have seen that. One. Some of the memes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's hard. Going back to what Mike said, how many times does someone have to lie to you for you to stop to, to stop believing them, the bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the media right now. That's the threshold. <laughs> that's the threshold. You know, yeah. <laughs> how indoctrinated are you, and how mm-hmm. how closed off? are you from the truth or is it too scary to hear about some of the things that could actually be true? I think a lot of people are just in denial. They probably, I think there's a lot of people that truly believe that there's a lot of weird things that have happened in our lifetime and probably for a very long time. uh, And they just don't want to see it because it doesn't feel as safe. But in reality, even the stuff that you're believing that might not be true is fearful as well. So you're just Mm -hmm. living in a perpetual state of, of fear, no matter what side you're looking at it. And there's a lot of people like that. Like I said, that's why I think a lot of these normies are just jumping off the cliff. Cause they're like, Holy shit, look at all this information. And, <laughs> and, and you're like, that's always been here. And you just have right. to yeah. ask the necessary <laughs> questions of like, well, that looked wrong. I mean, nine 11 building seven. Why? Yeah. You know, like there's just, yeah. and we know and why, if you look, and if you FBI look at everything that happened prior to that and all the paper, the paper trail before that, you know, like yep. them pulling out, <laughs> Like, how could you deny that? I I tell that to everyone. Like, what you know, if I tell them about 9 11, that being one of the main, besides JFK, one of the main points that it was like, all right, I'm gonna stop believing the narrative and you know, the space race, yeah, stuff like that. And it's like, and and, you know, they dispel me, they give me that fluoride stare, and then I ask them, what happened to Tower 7 then? What do you mean? First of all, they can't, they can't, uh, 
recount that that tower falling and then when you bring it up and you bring up you know youtube videos and you're like the plane didn't hit that what happened yeah Flores. <laughs> that's because 9-11 was about 9-10 that's really what it was about because if you think about what Damn. happened the day before <laughs> right you know you got donald rumsfeld getting on national news saying hey we just lost 2.3 trillion dollars we, we did an audit of the Pentagon and $2.3 trillion we cannot account for. And the wing of the Pentagon that got hit was the accounting wing. Exactly. So. <laughs> Could <laughs> you imagine if recently, though, like the, the Pentagon came out and they're like, oh, we can't find X amount yeah. of money. And and then now look to what now look what's happening with us funding so much money and weapons and everything to mm-hmm. billions. Yeah. Billions of dollars. Yeah, Money's not real, boys. Money is not real. <laughs> you're not. You're not wrong. But it's real enough. I mean, if you don't believe that, you'll believe that soon because the trajectory of where shit's going, it's it's gonna hit you right in the face pretty fucking soon. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, all these banks just fucking closing down for no. It's not for no reason, man. They're taking your money because they know something's coming. Mm-hmm. I got all these people that lost their fucking money are going to be waiting for a while for money that's not coming back. Mm -hmm. I got a question for you guys because you guys aren't you guys aren't too far from me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are Wells Fargo's disappearing in your area? Because there's like Wells Fargo, it's still there's there's one Wells Fargo left in my area. One, and there used to be like thirteen, maybe two years ago. They're just disappearing, like just not there. Huh? They definitely definitely stopped opening up new stores. I remember for a year they're like popping up, but. Around mm. me, it's more Bank of America. And they're pulling out, closing yeah. up and pulling out. <laughs> yeah, they're taking their money and said, well, fucking don't know what happened. <laughs> you know what's scary? Everyone's talking about this recession and the Great Depression. I feel like what's coming is going to be way crazier than that, you know, because it's going to be a shift to a whole new to currency. And like you're talking about like the credit score Great being readjusted sad. and everything, right? So, mm. well, the only, the only logical credit score can move- use some readjustment. Uh, yeah, yeah too. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only logical move for the United States to essentially save the economy of the country is for them to go off the dollar and to create a digital currency. It's literally the mm-hmm. only way. And they've been gearing up for this for mm-hmm. years now. Yeah. Why do you why do you think cryptocurrency exists? It's not yeah. because somebody said, oh, we want a decentralized currency. No, it's because the government said we need a testing ground for the next few years to see how people will react to a yeah. digital currency. Hell yeah. Bitcoin, exactly. all that stuff, Ethereum, blockchain, all that shit is run by the government. It's not run by some some uh, altruistic person who said, yeah. oh, we're going to be free of the system. We're going to be free of the system. No, the government created that system. It's just like they're going to create a digital currency. One day you will wake up and your thousand dollars that was in your bank account the night before is now a thousand C mm-hmm. credits, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're going to go, what the hell does that mean? And then you're going to go to the bank and you're going to, you're going to see, oh, sir, we don't have money anymore. Everything is digital. Everything is digital. Do you need digital assets? We can take out digital ad- assets and we can transfer them to your new digital wallet. And then that's how they can control everything from that point out. Money mm-hmm. is not real. Money hasn't been real since right. we got off the gold standard. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference now is that now 
they can take all that dollarage, they can trade in all that dollarage before we know what the hell's going on, and they can make all the money, you know, uh, yeah. you know, buying up gold across the world, which is the U.S. is in in rampant, rampantly buying up gold. Mm-hmm. They're rampantly buying it up because of the BRICS nations. So it 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 makes sense that the only way for them to escape out the back door is to change everything to digital currency because you can't question it and you can't count it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and they can control what you spend your money on. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. Right. And they don't know who even made Bitcoin till now. He just goes by Satoshi and no yeah, one knows who the hell he is. Yeah. And like you Which said, is perfect, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, like you said, it's been a testing ground for a while because, you know, this little weird value paper that we have in our wallets are, are dying. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's just showing that yeah, they've been probably testing these cryptocurrencies as a test ground and Bitcoin became their store of value to replace gold at some point. And then now they're looking for something that's going to replace the dollar and they're calling it, you know, they could call it whatever the, the dollar coin or whatever us coin, something like Digi that. Dollar. But, yeah. Dogecoin. Or Dogecoin, um, would, which is weirdly enough that Elon Musk is backing that so hard. And I'm telling people just, just watch. It may not be Dogecoin, but something along the lines of that. So it's going to be like the, the, the new currency to spend. So um, I think they're taking note on how people are buying Dogecoin just because of how cheap it was. And now they got Shiba Inu and Ethereum. It's just, I think what, what they want to do now is just say, no, you guys are going to use one fucking coin. Mm. XRP. Yeah. XRP. <laughs> Look what they're doing. At XRP. Yeah. That's, that's the pump, it's pumping right now. Right. Yeah. But you can't buy it, nor can you sell it right now because it's still within that lawsuit. Um, Perfect. Yeah. yeah. You ever ask yourself why they went so hard on XRP? On exactly. I, that's why I saw. It. I was like, you know, they they want that. They want to use that for themselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. They want to make that the currency. Yeah. It's either that, but you know, I, that's why I tell people it's like, cat the the cash you keep in your wallet's not gonna be worth shit eventually. It's gonna nah. come here sooner than you think. You'd be like, nah. And I'm telling people invest in something, go put your money somewhere where you can hold it. But like, nah, you know, I like having my money. It's like, oh, that's gonna be gone soon. Yeah. <laughs> Buy chocolate and coffee. <laughs> that's gonna be the the highest commodity in our post-apocalyptic America. Chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. It's because it was it was the highest commodity in the past. Now it's gonna come back. There and you just go. Be, we'll bring you back around. If you had chocolate, you were rich. That's a, that's yeah. A, <laughs> Hell yeah. What kind of spices you got? Bring those spices over here. <laughs> I, I gotta eat this muskrat with some spice. <laughs> what can I get with up. some cumin? I got cumin. <laughs> Not a lot, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's so awesome. happens I want fajitas, so you're, you're making a deal. <laughs> We're on the right track. <laughs> I think we could make something What happen. was his number? He had cumin. I remember Jamie said that. <laughs> um, which is crazy. I don't know if you guys have gone into um what's it called climate change and mm-hmm. your your carbon footprint right mm-hmm. which is kind of making this digital currency a little murky because of the carbon footprint and them tracking that um and we spoke about this previously on a podcast that it might just like the predecessor of, of the digital currency being bitcoin and all that i feel like um this carbon footprint thing is a predece- predecessor for our social credit score technically mm. <laughs> yeah um what do you guys know about climate change did you guys go into that and 
any validity towards that as a hoax? Not yet, actually. We haven't done climate change yet. That's a big okay. one. It's a big that one. is a big one. Uh, yeah. Based off of like personal thoughts, um, humans on this earth are dirty, dirty creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, dirty. I think that pollution of the ocean is very real. Mm-hmm. I think uh, pollution of, and, and uh, deforestation of the Amazon and all that other stuff, that is very real. Uh, droughts, very real. But when it comes to putting 100% of that blame on human beings and saying, yeah, we're the reason that this is happening. It's all because of coal. It's because of this. It's because of that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you do realize that like every time a volcano goes off, it puts more CO2 into the atmosphere than like a billion cars over 100 years. I think than, right. than what we've ever produced <laughs> in our history. Yeah, in one like, in one volcanic eruption, you know. <laughs> I, I think I think what it is is like as we as we become more technological and as we become more attached to the phones and the computers and we leave the natural world behind, we get further and further away from the notion that we live on a planet. This is a planet, yeah, and it's 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 formed through gas and rock and fire and elements and. All these natural disasters are exactly that. They are natural mm-hmm. because we live on a constantly evolving ball Absolutely. in the middle of nothingness. Oblique spheroid, Mike. Oblique spheroid. <laughs> <laughs> so you're well, a round yeah, earther? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't put it out there. The earth is round. The I earth haven't, yeah. Round. All the conspiracy theorists in the world are going to shun me and say, how dare Mystery Mike, what a fucking shill, blue pill, fake. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get it all, but you know what, whatever. This is where, this is where we come and that. say, have an open mind. Let's engage, <laughs> talk. Yeah. For a lot of conspiracy theorists, everything is black and white, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and yeah, that's, that's why... And and those those same people that'll say that everything is black and white, you know, you if you question what they're questioning, then it's like, ah, you know, so so you can question the official narrative, but I can't question your narrative. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like we're we're very uh you know, sometimes <laughs> conspiracy theorists we're we're counterintuitive. We're, we turn into what we're fighting sometimes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> sometimes you get so lost in it and you're like, how do you not believe that giants roam the earth underground <laughs> with aliens and UFOs? <laughs> but but to go back a little bit about uh climate change, which used to be called global warming. It's funny how it's changed, but I remember as a kid uh, hearing, and I'll and I'll call it a little bit of what it is. It's a there's propaganda behind Sign it. Um, there definitely correct, is because I remember as a kid hearing about the rainforest deforestation, the Amazon deforestation, and I mean, here we are, what twenty five years later, and we're still hearing it. Like, has it? And the thing is, we don't know. Has it gotten worse? Is it the same? Has has have the efforts that we've made like made a difference where it's better. So I really think that there is some kind of um, there's like propaganda and also some kind of agenda being pushed a little bit, but I do agree that to a point, just like you said, uh, Mike, I do agree that there's a, there comes a time where, you know, we, we are polluting a lot we are, you know, air pollution, uh, ocean pollution, but, Absolutely. The world's been around for 
mm-hmm. for hundreds of billions of years. So there's all these gases that erode from the earth. And obviously it's, the climate's going to change throughout the years. So there's no, no, nothing funny about that. I think that's just I think how it's, it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's just money. I mean, look at, look at this, look at this Ohio train derailment thing. Like how, for how long have, we've been having these accidents that aren't getting publicized on oh, yeah. the, the news, the news yeah, station, yeah. And how horrible the, the waterways are in this country, especially the main vein, like where it's at. I mean, it's pretty much that their system, their system in Ohio, the river system is connects directly with the Mississippi, which goes all the way into Montana and the Dakotas. And you have all these massive channels and waterways in central North America. And if, if that's the first one, i I don't believe it now. I don't believe it. But like, if that's, that was, if that stuff is happening, then just the water pollution, I mean, air pollution may, I mean, we might have a little bit of hand, but I don't think our cars are, are, I mean, it's, it's are, nowhere are close to the oil spills and, and the nuclear reactors. Yeah. Fucking fucked up in the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the U.S. Yeah, military uh, dropping nukes in South Carolina's <laughs> yeah, waters and not knowing where they are. Yeah. And you yeah, see, it yeah. wasn't like not long ago. They had like, the ocean was on fire. Right. Mm. Yeah. Well, they demonize nuclear power and that's something that's been demonized because of the nuclear weapon aspect of it. But nuclear power Uh is, I mean, realistically a lot cleaner. It is. You know, I'm all about fucking nuclear. I think that's the number one thing you want a greener planet. Literally got to go green with nuclear. You know, the electric grid is remember in California with the electric cars. That's what they're pushing now. But during the Mm. heat wave, you said, don't charge your cars. Well, how the yeah. fuck am I supposed to get around now? You know, yeah. and I tell people that electric cars are a lot worse for the environment than gas cars, one hundred percent, hundred And I've yeah. seen those videos of mm. people at those um, the lithium lithium uh, fields are mining. Yeah, the lithium yeah. fields, and they're mining for it, mm. and they have like the shittiest conditions. They're doing it barefoot, barehanded, just going through yeah. rubble. It's terrible. It's just like you know, you yeah, you feel all high and mighty in that Tesla, but you don't know what the fuck people went through to put that car together. Yeah. Yeah, they're high and mighty when they drive that shit, man. It's 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 crazy. But the thing about climate change I wanted to talk about was the thing that makes it kind of sketch is you know the 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 main figures behind that that propaganda. Like they're all on private jets and they don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if you're gonna be behind like a um an, an agenda that way, like look the part at least. You know what I mean? Like go on a bike or some shit. It'll make it more believable now that you know that me everyone's watching you, right? Well, you well, don't that see. Girl. Yeah, Greta. Sorry, oh, Greta. Greta. Yeah. How dare you, Smeagol? Yes, Smeagol. There's a there's a really awesome there's a really awesome reel going uh, a reel that somebody had made going around where she's talking at one of her speeches and crying, and you got Fernando Alonso and F1 just t- hitting a throttle on a test car, just wah, 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 she's talking and she just can't even hear her, and it's 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 it's, it's it's, it's really funny, but yeah, I think Rogan exposed. Uh, he had a guest on recently that it really exposed the the lithium ion, uh, the lithium mining in in Africa, and uh, I mean, mm-hmm. and it's just they're just that. I mean, just our cell phones have lithium batteries too. So mm-hmm. anything that's a, yeah, anything that's yeah. a device, it's. I don't think a lot of people. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't care, and unfortunately as well, a lot of people don't realize where we get some of our some of our stuff and i think it's just it's finance you know the the oil industry coal industry i mean the all the mining it, it's it's one of the biggest money makers on earth so those people also, are not going to give that up also if we see past the like 
the shock value and the breaking news of, oh, this is going on for, for phones. Like, how long have phones been around? Like, this has been going on for a while. It's yeah, not like they just started, definitely. like, mining lithium like this. It's been going on for a fucking while, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And it's, I don't know. I went down a rabbit hole of Edward Bernays. And he had a lot of fucking psychoanalytic data on humans. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So would you, would you think they just put that away and are like, hey, this is demonic. Let's not use that. They're obviously still building off that if it's working, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. if you go into MK Ultra, it looks like some of that work was based off the previous Bernays and um, Bernays research and all that. So it, it's it's crazy because going back to like the evolution of mainstream media when it was – when when TVs were first out, most of the media on there were like live broadcasts, sports, you know, comedies, and then it evolved into shows, dramas, and then after that in the '60s, that's when it became more political, right? Mm. So, gathering data, you know, now with these algorithms, and and I, I was watching this movie. I don't know if you guys have heard it. It's called Neon Demons. Oh man, yeah. crazy movie. It's about the Molly industry and some witchcraft. But they said they said this quote that stuck to me. And it goes, People only believe what you tell them, right? And that's so true when you don't when you when people are just really just taken in what they're fed and they don't do the independent research after that, you know? Kind of like a herd mentality type of type mm -hmm. of uh, mass population. Uh, well, we're goes, falling into the, we're going into the cage and, and walking on that hamster wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> and that all rolls back to uh, something that I mentioned earlier is the Tavistock Institute. Mm. So when you're talking about Edward Bernays, you know, he was, uh, he was a part of that and mm. he created a lot of like, uh, you know, uh, mass group think and stuff like that. A lot of propaganda um, he was partly to blame for us going to war with uh, Germany in World War II. Mm. Uh, so he was uh, he was the mastermind behind a lot of propaganda in America that still exists today. Mm -hmm. uh, workplace stuff that the Tavistock did uh, to kind of keep the worker bee going. Um, they also, and you were talking about, um, you know, green energy, if you're talking about climate change, the green energy movement was started by, uh, Maurice Strong, who was a Canadian oil tycoon back in the eighties. And he was actually, um, the chairperson for the very first Tavistock Institute conference back in 1980. And, um, and he, one, one of their biggest talking points was the green movement. It was a green renewable energy movement uh, initiative. And, you know, there were other things on the docket, like women in the workplace and a bunch of other stuff. But uh, realistically, all that boils down to just, um, you know, different, different experiments that they had going on with the psychology of Americans. And I mean, like Bernays wasn't just like a crazy manipulator. Like it goes mm -hmm. back down to the family tree, like his knowledge is based off Sigmund Freud's knowledge too, right? Yeah. So yeah, they're related. It's it's <laughs> deep, and and wasn't um wasn't the CEO or the co CEO of Netflix a Bernays uh, relative as well, something like that? That'd be interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh man, and I know you guys, and I love it because lately we've been going down deep, deep mystical conspiracy theories. But you guys kind of keep it down to earth and grounded. 
But I, I spoke to Dave about our talking points and you guys have gotten into the Vatican and that one kind of gets mystical too. And mm-hmm. also ties into like this, this kind of facade, this public persona that the public tries to keep up, right? Because no one really talks about the fact that the Pope was kind of hush-hush about the, the Holocaust at the time. Yeah, because they profited <laughs> off of yeah, it. Ex- yeah. They, you know, they, they made a deal with the Nazis. Hey, do what you want, but save our churches. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. fuck with our churches. Uh, that was pretty much the deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was exactly the deal. <laughs> yeah. So that's why it's all that dark history. But I think what's crazy is the background in the Vatican, how much crazy, like people, that's just scratching the surface, man. There's so much crazier shit that, like in the archives that they have, like the, the original black magic books and all that shit and and then the the sought after corona visor <laughs> oh the corona visor corona visor yeah. please youtube he did not say Cro- the c word i said chrono chrono <laughs> it's gonna transcript it like that too yeah. and you're gonna yeah. like, oh, bitch. <laughs> chrono c h r o n o visor <laughs> No, but Did you I say wrote? Pfizer? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We got the warning already. Yeah. <laughs> it was so made by Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the CDC label comes out on the stream right now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but what, what's intriguing about the Vatican is because it, like, you look into these conspiracy theories like JFK and, and 9-11, and it goes back mm-hmm. to just, you know, American history, but if you look down in the Vatican, it goes deep to like you know medieval times, and and and, it, and it's kind of like the bridge to ancient history and modern history. I feel like right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, coronavirus. One one of the talking points was the secret archives that they have over there, mm-hmm. and I looked up some of the books that they had and some relics that they have in the catacombs. You know, uh, Jermaine brought up the chrono visor. Mm-hmm. Chrono visor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's how that came about. I mean, I'm sure you guys all know about it, but I forgot his name. But he pre- he he worked with like 12 other scientists, and only he only named two of them. And one of them happened to be Werner von Braun, you know, a former Nazi scientist. And apparently, they made <laughs> this this fucking time machine where they could go back in time and go. And he apparently saw their crucifixion of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. <laughs> and he shared a picture of it, or what? I forgot who shared the picture of it. And, you know, there was a picture apparently of Jesus Christ being crucified and he was able to what? share it. And he had a lot of people. And then I remember something about how like an Italian publication at the time was debunking it, saying he just flipped an image of a wooden Jesus Christ, but he, he pretty much kept saying, no, I saw the crucifixion and, and apparently on good days, I don't know what they meant by that, but they could see the future, but that's when he would not say shit, but he had a lot to say about the past, but not the future. <laughs> yeah. So how it works is like, doesn't it gather electromagnetic particles from certain time periods? Cause it leaves like a trace waves. of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the vibrations yeah. or something like that. Right. And it creates this image for him and, that's why they're saying back then they used to, they were kind of linking it to like ghost cameras or like photography. You know what I'm talking about? Where they used to have like all these old images. Um, fuck, I don't know if I'm calling it right, but like they would say like these these devices were meant to take pictures of ghosts, oh, and people were saying no, that energy. was actually yeah, and, and people were saying no, those were the early versions of the time machine that they have in the Vatican. I was like, 
Chrono Visor is weird because it does come about in the 60s when like Stargate and remote viewing and a lot of these other projects mm-hmm. were, were happening. Yeah. So and the Chrono Visor is, is a, you know, literally a machine that was you were supposed to be able to, you know, visualize either, you know, the past and it would even pick up. You can even pick up the audio in certain spots. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like you said, it left it left the radi- the electromagnetic radiation that was left behind was the was the trace that we would. You would catch I, the chronovisor for me. We we haven't talked about it since our second season, and uh, one of the things that was very interesting about it for me was this: it, it's what a perfect way to control because you're able to see. I mean, you're essentially time traveling without your Thanos, yeah, without physically <laughs> being there. So you're Looking you're able, to, yeah, yeah. You're like <laughs> snap your fingers and and everything everything changes. It's it's a really interesting interesting thing because i believe like you said i think Vern von braun had something to do with like the design of or they were sold the design to to some of those scientists as well so it's it's a chronovisor is a weird one because it's the the vatican archives itself i have this theory that that not only you know how they they say you know some of the some of the folks that came down into South America and burned all the burned all the records and everything, and then they burned the Library of Alexandria, before, you know, previously, and all, all these things have happened. I don't. I, maybe mm-hmm. they didn't burn that stuff and they just moved it. Mm-hmm. I think that there could be one. There's got to be. People are dumb, but <laughs> how dumb could we be to annihilate every record of our history as a yeah. species? Somebody's no, got Somebody's gonna want that information. And, mm-hmm. and they're even if it's your enemy, it. right? Like they yeah. would want that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's stuff. Even I mean, the the one of the craziest, uh, you know, accusations about the the um the Vatican is that they actually have Jesus Christ there. Yeah, you know, like that he's downstairs somewhere in the basement. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, in, like, uh, like doing the books or doing the books. <laughs> <laughs> he was a carpenter, but a hell of an accountant. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I think the crazy part is though they tried to doubt like the Vatican was like, no, we do not have such a device like going back to the chronovisor. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, we don't. And then like, okay, like I'll be honest, for me just to think I was like, eh, kind of sounds like a very crazy thing to come up with, but who knows? <laughs> but and then out of nowhere they come out and say, like, if anyone was to use such device, you'll be excommunicated from the church. It's like <laughs> so I thought it did so does it exist? Yeah, but you can't use or? it if we have it, all right? <laughs> yeah. So that's the confusing part. So it's just like they're not outright denying it now. They're just saying, Don't use it or I'll we'll excommunicate you. So the crazy thing about that is if you it. tell someone firsthand about that, it sounds so crazy. You're discredited right away. Mm-hmm. But if you look into like John D and um, Edward Kelly and scrying, that's what I first thought about when they talked about the chrono visor. Like it looks, sounds like a form of scrying where you look into like a crystal ball and you see another dimension or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Vatican being like the, the main museum, of, of like ancient mystical relics. Like don't they, th- there was, there was a uh, toss of the Holy grail being there at one point. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a uh, fucking Nephilim bones and giant bones in there and shit. And the largest erotica collection in the world. Yeah. The biggest part. <laughs> yeah. Life. That's yeah. the weirdest yeah. part about that. Right. <laughs> It's amazing. They yeah. must have a porn hub or something like that. Man, if they come out with an OnlyFans, <laughs> that might be the first subscription I pay for. Oh my god. We had mentioned that and pretty much said that like 
Hmm. You know, it says erotica, but realistically, it's probably like thousands of paintings of guys with like small dicks hanging out in the woods. You know, that Mm -hmm. that's mostly titty here, a titty there. Yeah, (laughs) at least there's a titty. At least there's a titty. (laughs) Uh, The the Vatican. um, A couple other things about the Vatican too is that they own a they own one of the, what is it the largest telescope in north america in what arizona lucifer was supposed yeah, to be lucifer, called right? the acronym was lucifer yeah well, um, the morning star which doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah coincidences they, they, bro <laughs> there's a lot of stuff with like extraterrestrial stuff they say that they you know they have a, a collection of elongated skulls crystal skulls uh and then but they observe the weird thing about the observatory that they have was is actually the, the um they were the first telescope to observe the green flash at a sunset and photograph it. Fuck. Which is really interesting. What is the oh, green man. flash? The green I'm- flash is when the sun goes down mostly well, like if you're at the beach and it goes down on the hori- over the horizon. The second it disappears full, there's like a green pop of just like mm-hmm. color, and then it dissipates. Wow. It's very rare. I've never seen one in person, but it's like the northern lights. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like for them being a faith-based kind of body, you know what I mean? For them to be having like the most scientific instruments and stuff. <laughs> well, they're heavy. We call Lucifer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then what is it? The, the serpent temple, the, the Pope. Oh yeah. The, the hall of the Pope or something that looks mm-hmm. like a fucking serpent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Come on, man. Like be a little more sensitive towards your, your, your audience. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But isn't there a theory that they were infiltrated by the Luciferians and that's kind of why they're putting those symbolisms out out in the open uh yeah well they also <laughs> they also say that they you know they house the true nature of the devil and the true nature of jesus christ and his biological bloodlines mm, and how yeah. it might and it that's actually pre, and it's pre-christian stuff so because you're mm. it's him it's himself mm-hmm. so they could have very well been infiltrated i mean look at look at, look at operation paperclip i mean we did it to <laughs> ourselves so you know it's yeah. it's it's pretty interesting how easy it was you know look at january 6th <laughs> they infiltrated the capital yes. with ease Stormed the capital so, you know <laughs> it's it's but look how easy uh just a mob infiltrated blackrock the largest money institution on earth and they went in there with flares and just shooting flares like i i make the joke american america needs to take 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 notes from that but not you know we'll go over the top i guarantee it Right. <laughs> oh man, yeah. It, to me, I feel like it's 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 surprising how they haven't been labeled as terrorists yet. You know, like yeah, that, I'm could. I'm waiting on that. Yeah. The, the Catholic Church? No, I'm talking about the people. Who are, <laughs> them too, but I'm talking about the people who are storming Black Rock and all that. <laughs> they would never say that about the Catholic Church. Sorry, I got lost. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> my screen cuts off and my mic cuts off. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. There you go. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, the Vatican kind of bridges the mystical conspiracy theories with the actual grounded conspiracy, mm. conspiracy theories. Cause they have a lot of uh, secret societies also involved with them, such as the, uh, was it the Opus Dei. Oh yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, 
Knights Templar. Knights yeah. Templar, yeah, which goes deep and kind of brings more validity towards the John D. Scrying being the chronovisor, right? Yeah. Mm. The Pope's yeah. assassins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it'd really yeah. be interesting, like to just walk down in that basement and look at all the. I don't know all the books, everything. I don't know. I'm just using my imagination. Like just, just imagine walking and you just see aisles and aisles of scrolls and books and records. And damn, there must be a lot of things that we don't know about nowadays. I think that's a, that's the real area 51. <laughs> oh, we made that. You made yeah. that common. I think <laughs> underneath there. <laughs> Put yeah, it in a yeah. super religious town in the middle of a super religious country. They'll never question anything. I mean, they have the catacombs there, so it does make sense, you know. <laughs> Saying. If I ever survive an apocalypse, that's where I'm going to go. Like, if I'm yeah. the last man stand on Earth, I'm like, all right, let's check out the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine there'd be like fucking like boss music when you enter there, you know, like fucking Bowser's Castle and shit. <laughs> Everyone I've talked to that visited, they're like, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. They weren't like, yeah, man, it felt like like a religious experience. I felt Christ over there, you know? <laughs> or even worse, you're going to get in there, and there's just going to be hundreds of priests fully naked, except for all hats. <laughs> oh, my all God. Oh, that is in. I saw a titty. <laughs> I saw a titty. And a dick. <laughs> On the same person. Come here, young man. Wait, how young are <laughs> you? Are you too old? Go with what's oh, being man. pushed right now, too. You're 13, no. perfect. Oh, they're they're all DiCaprio clones. Oh, my goodness. That's too many numbers. <laughs> too many. 13 is interesting because um, <laughs> not only did they have like mystical Texas, but they had other fragments of Texas that are in, you know, highly acclaimed religions. Like, one thing that was crazy that I found when doing research on this was the uh, Gospel of Judas mm. was found over there. That's the first time I ever uh, came across that that uh, concept. But geez, I always had this idea of what if the bad guys are the good guys and the good guys are the bad guys. Like the angels, you know, the biblical accurate angels, they're scary. They, You might think they're demonic when you see them firsthand. And demons, you know, they're tempting. They look sexy. You might think those are angels firsthand. So who's really the protagonist and the antagonist? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in this book of Judas thing kind of made my eyes open to, Hey, there might be some validity to what you were thinking. Um, have you guys heard of the book of Judas? What do you guys think of that? Are you guys religious at all? Like religious background in your upbringing? Not me. Mm-hmm. I, I was confirmed and I, I didn't go back. <laughs> that's, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much where I was. I was, I was just for me, for me more later in life, the, the spiritual aspect of life starts to come out and you start to look into it, but organized religions, I'm not subscribed to it. I think they're yeah, yeah. very interesting and in, you know, the aspect of community, but like Mike said earlier, there's a lot of gatekeeping, you know, there's a lot of, you know, my mom's going through some drama at her church We're for Easter tomorrow. We're going to a different church. Cause fuck that guy. And I'm like, that's so Christian of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know, and, uh, he is risen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but over there. Oh, I haven't looked into that. I really want to look into the, the gospel of Judas. I mean, I, I'm sure that there's, there's lots of stuff too. That's in the original, texts of what the bible is that's definitely in those archives that is not in the every year new rendered version where a word gets changed or something like that in in some of these 
new newer printed English translated versions or virgins <laughs> versions. <laughs> um, uh, but like one of the things I forgot about this, I was just looking at our past research. And one of the things that I forgot is the Galileo trial documents yes. from 1633 that were found there. And he was uh, harassed and pretty much arrested because he was voicing opinions about the earth movement, the earth's movement and that the earth's movement was at the time, I believe in the 1600s, everybody was subscribed to flat earth, but he, especially in uh in in a lot a lot of texts and he was saying oh no it doesn't work like that it works like this mm -hmm. uh and he had a science versus religion confrontation so he uh he had said that you know the earth revolves around the sun rather than the sun revolving around the earth mm. so in a nutshell so they were like well fuck that guy canceled <laughs> you know yeah like and and at the time you could do that but if you put if you put a flat earther under house arrest now oh they would get out it would get out. It, They'd go viral, was, dude. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I told you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they would, but it's, uh, it's really that, that one I thought was really interesting because that's like probably not the first example of suppression, but that's major suppression to a guy that was challenging the narrative for the status quo that they were, that they were pushing. Right. Man, and they were pretty sketchy too. I feel like there wasn't there like documents and letters between Michelangelo and them too about them not paying him, <laughs> or like not not them not paying him the uh, initial agreement of what they were going to pay him. Yeah, that's when he decided on all the dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna draw more dicks in here. Fuck it. The, the post like it's working, guys. <laughs> it's exactly what we wanted. <laughs> There's the Grand Grimoire too. That's another mm, one that yeah. that's really interesting. Where um, what's a honor honor honoris of of Thebes said that he actually wrote instructions on how to summon the devil and make deals with him. Yeah. Oh man. It, I yeah, that one. It's crazy because I went down a rabbit hole on uh, King James too. And it's people don't like a lot of Christians don't know that King James had this obsessive obsession with demons. You know, that's kind of mm. what brought him into researching the other side. And I guess it's cause uh, he was in trial for something. And, and there was this, uh, this witch that cursed him and he believed that in that curse. So he went down a rabbit hole in like demonology and all that. And I think he wrote like a natural demonology book about it. So fuck. I don't think he actually read all the Bible. He was just kind of the main head seer of, you know, the publishing of it. But I think he actually wrote the demonology book, which <laughs> tells you a lot about someone's uh, priorities. Got a noble sense of it, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but summoning devils is not a new thing, right? If you get into no. Alistair Crowley, th these are things that 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 people have gone down. And doesn't Alistair Crowley have ties with the FBI and CIA as well? So this is the, the the bridge and all that. I feel it's like all a full circle. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um. So just to wrap up, the Vatican. We can't leave the Vatican without talking about the pedophilia going on with the popes and oh. stuff. Right. Do you guys, when you're going into that, did you guys come up to any conclusion as to why it's such a big part of the culture over there? I don't think we touched on. I don't think. <laughs> no yeah, problem, we, Tad, we didn't touch on that. <laughs> uh, 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 we. Uh, Good. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. 
I think we, I don't know if we had a conscious conversation of saying, let's not talk about the, the, the kid shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we may have, or we, it might've just not been on our radar because it was a two part mm-hmm. episode and we had so many other weird things that we were just like, ah, we're not going to fill it up with that shit. Uh, but now that it's, now that it's in like a mainstream news again, <laughs> it's like, it's like, Whoa, okay. Now we're really talking about that. But like the same people that are, this, I don't want to get into it, but the same people that are, that are like, this is horrible that are, that, that, that are doing that are the same people that are pedophiles normally watching child <laughs> porn, you know? So it's, yeah. it's, it's really, yeah. it, it yeah. doesn't make, it the doesn't make screen. sense. Yeah. It's just like, well, look over there, oh, but I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing it on my own. It's wrong if they do it, but it's okay if I do it. Yeah. That makes sense. I wonder if that has been a lot of the reason for an uptick in pedophilia is the acceptance for lack of a better term, the acceptance by the Catholic mm-hmm. church of it. If you give, you know, l- let's say you have thousands of cases of that across the world by priests and, you know, whatever clergymen and the Pope, the, 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 the man of all man come out and, and he's like, okay, uh, you're all forgiven. Let's stop doing that. But let's, you know, you guys are good. <laughs> you guys are good. Everybody's good. <laughs> You know, and then you see maybe these ultra religious people or these people that are, you know, not even ultra religious, just just religious in general, looking at it as saying like, okay, the most holy man on earth in my religion just gave a pass for this action. Is does that mean it's okay? Oh well, in my head, maybe it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like the maybe these little things that are happening along the way are having real big ripple effects later on down the line, Mm. you know, or late, late nineties, early two thousands. You see a lot of those cases happening in the Catholic, in the Catholic uh, realm. And then here we are years later. And now there is just a breeding ground of pedophilia happening. Mm -hmm. And like you said, the acceptance has turned into a preference for some people. People are arguing that it's an actual, preference you know like that, yeah. that it's like it's like well how can you get mad at somebody that's what their body wants it's like yikes yeah. bro yeah. <laughs> isn't there somewhere that they're trying to pass that as a law to say it's it's a sexual preference now yep. yeah i forgot california. where it was california <laughs> did, did, did we do it in california, <laughs> california. it's california Damn. no sorry, it's maybe it's just yeah. yeah it's crazy how it's just like they're just slowly you're trying to you're starting to see like the normalization of it it's like how, how like all of a sudden now you guys want to say it's just a mental issue and then they downgrade it's just like no it's a sexual preference that's it's it's weird man it's disgusting gotta read between yeah. the lines too you know mm-hmm. even with dicaprio not dating anybody over 25 mm-hmm. that still sublimity brings it down brings it down and even to like where you talk about we just did a porn episode conspiracies and porn it brings it down why are people into into people with braces and looking young and the step daddy stepsister step all this yeah all this weird, that weird shit, shit right and it's it's just, it's just becoming accepted so I'm, now mm-hmm. i just assume that most people are probably boinking their stepsisters you know like, they're into it that goes that goes with uh like the extremity though that's uh like <laughs> i've kind of i've kind of I kind of watch that stuff. I'm kind of into that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but it's more of like what what your body gets to a certain point, and it's like, okay, I need something more crazy. I need something yeah. more like that'll get me off. And like tolerance, it's just something like, even it's more like intense. To- 
Yeah. And so then people are like, oh, let me look at that. Let me look at this. And then yeah. like, your mind, like we said earlier, when it's looking at something, it's it, it's very it can't really distinguish what's real and what's you know what's it's really vulnerable. What you're feeding it with the sounds and the and what you're looking at is it thinks it's real and mm -hmm. it, oh this is what you like. <laughs> yeah, there there yeah. was uh it, you know speaking of that where people can't really like really associate and, and like say this is something real is that now they have uh started like a new category in the adults uh in, in adult movies of releasing um video so like behind the scenes video of shoots where girls have uh stopped or left the shoot because of something bad that happened so now they're turning that into content oh my goodness so it's like you you still look at these things and 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 now you're you're disassociating with it and okay maybe you're maybe you're not viewing it as real or whatever it may be because you're in that frame of mind where it's just mm -hmm. like all right I gotta get off you know um, but on the other end of it it's like how much and the, and we we spoke about this before and it kind of goes with what we're talking about how much of that is being normalized to a point where now it's going to become a thing. You know, mm -hmm, people yeah. are going to start being into that thing. And it's like, oh, now we're going to get into this thing where we think it's funny or we think that it's, uh, you know, it's it's heightening our sexual appetite for for putting our women or our men in these uncomfortable positions. And that's what gets us off now. Oh, it's, it's a very weird thing. Yeah, you know? and it's, yeah. it's, it's like a very weird category of like looking at it and going, oh, wow. This is an entire video about this girl being very violated, thinking like this isn't what I signed up for, and there are people just like, yeah, this is it. This is this is the next evolution of adult film. <laughs> well, think about it in our culture, cancel culture. Watching somebody else's misfortune and filming it and using it for content is mm. just the biggest thing. So yeah, it yeah. would translate over to that, you know, like watching people eat, like yeah. watching people eat shit, fall down a flight of stairs. People are like, oh, that's great. And then you keep mm. scrolling and there's more people falling off of stairs and you're like, that's mm. hilarious. But you don't connect it as like, dude, that person broke their face. Like that's sucks, you yeah. know, and then. But then you can take it to you can take it along those lines if you have that type of personality where you're like, you know what, this is. I really enjoy watching somebody have a mis misfortune, misfortunate time, uh, having some awful things happen to them, and then watching them react. It's like, yes, I love it. That's that's fucking weird, but you know, it's. I'm sure that there are people out there that uh that <laughs> that <laughs> there are. I mean, people have been into a lot of things for a long time, so you know, yeah. there's people like getting pooped on. So it's you know, there's yeah, there's, there's oh, a lot of weird things. You guys <laughs> been on a uh, ratemypoo.com? <laughs> <laughs> Still a thing. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that shit was that shit was wild. That was like part of the cycle when you went onto E bombs world and stuff like that. That was like, oh, we gotta go to rate my poo real quick. Holy shit, look at that. Or, or meatspin.com. Literally, was, holy shit. was was okay. Was meatspin the dude? Uh, with. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> and I, it had I a counter. Funny, it counted yeah. revolutions. I got, I got a funny you sat story. About 10 that. spins. <laughs> I, got, I got a funny story about somebody put that up on a projector in like sophomore year of high school in one of our US history classes. <laughs> no, and the teacher was not happy. <laughs> that was. That was 
That was gross. <laughs> oh man, I would not need that mental image back in my head, man. Yeah, that was like when I don't know if you guys remember that site Newgrounds. I used to be on yeah. Newgrounds all the Newgrounds. time. And you're the man now, dog. <laughs> yeah, Newgrounds was like the first one of the first uh, fringe websites where you mm-hmm. could find all the. Uh, I mean, and then there were there were actual like categories where you can see murder videos and stuff, and it, it was just a weird, weird website. And then all the games that you could play on there, which there were games that had like school shooters, yeah. and and then it, it, what was that? What was it? Um, was it Pico's World or something like that? Yes, Pico's World. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Walking to your school with an AR-15, and you're just like, yeah. ah, just it's like, and it's cartoony and. It, you know, we were like 12, 13 playing that. And yeah, but we didn't turn into school shooters. So, I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's something to say about that, but yeah, Newgrounds was, yeah, a yeah. was a, was a rough one. And then break.com was another one that had a lot oh, of yeah. awful shit. Rotten.com. <laughs> Rotten.com. Rotten.com. Yeah. That was, that was the Ogrish. I used to go on Ogrish. Oh, shit. <laughs> people are like, these people are weird. dude. <laughs> yeah. Or you might, you're going to have a ton of listeners who don't even know it. I'm sure if we checking it, we've out. seen a lot of things. <laughs> our, uh, our uh, Frankie, our other co-host is, is, is a little bit younger than us. And I'm sure if we told him about some of those websites, he probably, <laughs> he might not remember him or he just skimmed them. You know, they're, mm-hmm. Let us know. Uh, let us know how many meat spins he he sits through. <laughs> <laughs> Send him the link. <laughs> Send him to Church of Fudge. <laughs> no. do, do those websites still exist? Do you th- I mean, oh, I, I have, check I it, Danny. Tell us how many. Yeah, yeah, let yeah. me know, bro. <laughs> Hell no. You guys check. <laughs> we see the reflection on the back of the screen. It's been on the whole time. He just, he just see, the, he's just on his seen TV it. right behind the three player. digits already. <laughs> the FBI agent is just waiting for me to type that in, just so I can get caught. Oh, he wants to watch with you. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna give your computer a venereal disease. <laughs> oh man, that's a real virus. <laughs> but talking about like you know controlling the media and stuff, just to wrap all, all this up, it's really puzzling to see that they filter you know important evidence in certain cases like the assassination of the president, but they let these like extreme pornogra- pornographic content come out or like we were mentioning like lately most of the movies are like softcore porn nowadays you know even like the netflix show it's <laughs> do you, do you have the name of that one <laughs> i know if you give me the link of that walking out of porn I'll, i got you bro. i'll make sure to block that right away <laughs> but yeah, yeah man netflix has some rough shit i think uh what was that show you that's on netflix for the first Crazy. couple seasons was basically porn and then one of the the showrunners the lead actor uh decided to become an executive producer or something and be like i'm not doing it anymore for the rest mm. of this series and like just but then there's you know there's other there's a lot of there's a i would just call it yeah it's just it's smut you know yep, and a lot of people just watching it and you're like whoa this is on netflix like even even with like this is this is way easier to to access and then on top of that what i forgot earlier is that netflix you could they, there's got to be something in those in those uh those terms and conditions where your tv your smart tv is listening to you and doing the same mm-hmm. thing too because i've said something and then an ad will pop up in the middle of watching a show about what i've been talking about in the oh on the tv God. so it's definitely yeah. those those uh roku tvs 
definitely have some type of thing going on where they're uh they're listening and they don't have cameras or they do or it's a two-way mirror and some guy feverishly <laughs> masturbating while you're laying in bed or something like that but oh god <laughs> but, oh my goodness <laughs> yeah mainstream media scares the shit out of me and the one thing i do with mainstream media more recently is watch like fox news and then watch msnbc and watch the same story and see what which one and what which avenue they're taking on it and that yeah. really that really can give you a good indicator on what's bullshit and they're probably both bullshit stories so it's 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 probably more right down the middle of the road in the gray area of what's going on and they're taking facts from their people are misconstru- misconstruing facts and turning in wordplay and all this stuff to make it push you know their their agenda right. it's just funny that podcasters are getting better numbers than cnn and all these other big news stations that's a good thing mm-hmm. it, it, it really is because mm-hmm. the people that are doing this are the actual people they're not mm-hmm. the the top the top dog that's right about to rip his lizard skin off his face. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's not really controlled. There's no one really pulling the strings with an ulterior motive for you know what I mean, like certain political agendas. No, unless there's some grifters, yeah, but, unless, you know, just, <laughs> <laughs> but unless there's some out there that are that way. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> You're always gonna get those those folks, even on this these types of platforms, but it's it's a, but like going, like you said, with conspiracy theory, this, I, I've showed people a, hey, go check this out on a, on a, on a rock fan. And they're like, rock fan, isn't yeah. that like bitch you? And I'm like, no, it's not like, it's not like, I was like, dude, there's like pro wrestling and tons of that stuff on there. And they're like, they're like, oh, like I thought it was just for conspiracy theorists. So I was like, no, it's mostly conspiracy theorists that are on there so they can actually speak without getting deplatformed like YouTube. Right. But it's surprisingly a lot less anti-Semitic on Rockfin. <laughs> <laughs> Bitchu is a cesspool. Yeah, but she's a cesspool. <laughs> Muddy waters there. Yeah, we spoke about that too. There's almost like a preconceived perception too when you show someone content from Rockfin and Rumble, right? It's, it's almost already biased when they take the information because it's from those platforms instead of yep. YouTube and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Free speech. Yep, yep. All right. We're hitting that one hour, 58 minute point on the podcast. Thank you guys for coming on to wrap it up. We just want to do some rapid questions, get into our last talking point, which are cryptids, cryptoids. We're just going to shoot some cryptoids and bullshit or not bullshit. You guys, I've done episodes in cryptoid, so this would be interesting. Um, I'll go first. Skinwalker. Mm. Not bullshit. Mm. Not bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Not bullshit. The nature of it, we don't know, but not bullshit. Fuck. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, Jermaine, you guys got any? Chupacabra. Uh, what? Uh, Chupacabra. 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 Chupacabra is a tough one. It's a tough one. Uh, I'm kind of half and half on that one, mostly because like a lot of Chupacabra uh, sightings and reports are people trying to get insurance money mm-hmm. from <laughs> their farms. Uh, so I'm kind of half and half on that. Okay. Uh, it's a possibility. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Sasquatch. <laughs> Real. Oh, yeah. yeah, totally real. Totally real. Totally okay, real. since we're on Sasquatch, I heard this theory that Sasquatch was more of a fucking psychic ape. Do you guys hear about that shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so I want to give 
I want to give all the acolytes to, to, to Sasquatch. I think, I think he's the coolest cryptid out there. I think he's cognizant of it. Like, he knows. He's like, guys, watch. I'm going to go fuck with this dude. And then he just, like, pops out from a tree and then runs away. Like, they, they, know, what's go- they know what's going on. They're not, they're not just, like... If you guys want to scare the shit out of some hikers, click, 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 click <laughs> yeah, on the side yeah. of a tree. <laughs> There's a funny shirt of it. says Sasquatch, the ultimate uh, hide-and-seek champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Those you see great. the confidence in that clip, you know, of him walking. He looks back and shit. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of confidence. Yeah. That. That, was, that was planned. What if it's just <laughs> a really tall, what if it's just like a really tall, like the, like uh, some of the more ancient race, not ancient races, but some of the races that were described of a couple hundred years ago that are seven, eight feet tall and mm. they're just in ghillie suits. Just high <laughs> in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, we will never know. <laughs> yeah. Bigfoot's Bigfoot. We're actually going to be coming out with a, we have a segment called cryptid chronicles that we do with other podcasts and uh, yeah. we're finally hitting Bigfoot uh, this week. So that should be out pretty soon too. I'm sure. Stoked on that one. Awesome. All right. I got one. This is one of my favorites. Loch Ness Monster. It's a whale dick. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> you need to look at it. I've watched... So I, it came out recently. It's like, the Loch Ness Monster might have just been a whale penis because they got a pic, like they got a video of this whale like just laying back down and just his dick was sticking. I was like, hey, that's exactly what the Loch Ness Monster looked like. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Got to get it. a little sun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a dinosaur. I, <laughs> I, I don't think the Loch Ness Monster is per se real. I think mm. it, I think I think it might be just an eye trick. Interesting. Damn it! Should have kept that for myself to keep it alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Wendigo. Mm. Oh, real? Uh, yeah. Good. I I tend to Skinwalker t- though, kind of yeah. in the same realm. Mm, okay. I tend to go with anything there, right? that is Native American is very fucking yeah, real. Yeah, it's fucking, that's <laughs> very, that's that, is true. <laughs> that is true. Oh okay, man, that's okay. creepy. That's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one, Jermaine. You got one for uh, for cryptids? Yeah. Fuck. What about the? I, I think it was funny because we were talking about it last time, but the leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like leprechaun goes. That's a funny fucking movie to me. I don't know if you guys have ever seen a Clepricon in the hood, but yeah, funny movie where they just throw <laughs> shoes at him. And he's like, shining. <laughs> oh shit, oh shit. He he's trying to chase him. They're throwing the shoes at him. He can't, he can't focus because he's got to shine all these shoes. Funny it's movie. great. The, the culture would love Leprechaun now. He represents like a very uh, <laughs> undervalued uh, minority group, you know, like underrepresented. Yeah. They look at that and they go, wow, this guy, you know, he's got it all together. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like back when uh, when like uh, like Snoop Dogg did did a, you know, a scary movie, a horror movie back in the day. And everybody was like real jazzed about it. You know, everybody's super happy about Candyman. But like leprechaun like there's an entire country out there that's just cheering that dude on yeah (laughs) wasn't it was it a fake news bit or was it a real news bit where like there's a leprechaun in the neighborhood and everyone started congregating he's like yeah we saw it we saw it (laughs) and then like they showed like the 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 professional sketch and it was like the poorly drawn (laughs) leprechaun it's like citizens believe there's a leprechaun in their neighborhood (laughs) there's a whole uh there's a whole I think couple days in Ireland where leprechauns are actually allowed by law to come out and free roam. 
and which is really interesting. And they, oh, that's when Dave What nice guys when I'm out. follow the law. They only come out when they're allowed. <laughs> they like, hey, you know what? Like, you can't come out today. <laughs> oh, today's our day. We're coming out. <laughs> I mean, they are the whitest of the white. I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but Leprechaun well, Facebook on, Facebook guys. that movie. <laughs> is, is there one? I know Leprechaun there's a in space. space. There's a space one, and it's just Leprechaun, Leprechaun in space. Leprechaun in space. space. It was I like the same movie one. lore, and I just remember the funniest scene at the end. He they open the hatch, and you know when you get you, <laughs> he, flew the space, you he flows out, and he just expands, and then all his body parts come out, and he's like hands are floating in the air, and he's just like fuck you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> end of the movie. Fucking oh my god, there. there were eight of them. <laughs> eight leprechaun there were yeah. eight leprechaun movies i thought yeah. there were like three or four. Oh my no. god which one was in the hood is in the hood four jennifer aniston was in that movie which was random as fuck Damn. leprechaun in the hood yeah leprechaun in the hood in the year 2000 had uh nobody anybody would know <laughs> wasn't jennifer aniston in it no was someone famous in there Will, william wells alan reynolds rob spira and doug hall oh that's the story never mind they don't even uh they don't even say who's in it <laughs> warwick davis that's all we need to know well because he plays every midget <laughs> he does, <right? laughs> he's, a, he's r2 d2 he's everything that dude's legendary man i just like how it starts in a in a pawn shop Ice T is in it. Oh, okay, oh, Jennifer right. Anderson was in the 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 nineteen ninety three one. Yeah, yeah the OG wow. uh, comedy. I got to see that that uh, scene where he's shining shoes. That shit sounded hilarious. <laughs> yeah, lep- that's, like, that's lep- the way to negate him. Just <laughs> yeah. chuck Leprechaun in the hood. That's on that movie. It's shit's funny. They're like, shit, we need to run. They're all driving in a car. And out the car, they're just fucking throwing shoes at him. Just black shoes. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, there's a lot of cultures that do have creatures that are very similar, like the Duende and the Duende, and yeah. and, then, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and then there's all these new security camera footage of ring cameras where you see these tiny little Dobby-looking things walking around people's yards now, which is really <laughs> strange. But, uh, but yeah, um, leprechauns. I, I, think lepre- I think leprechauns are the most boring of the small variety uh you know there's the you lads in iceland which are some of our favorites where you have uh there's 12 there are 12 of them and uh there there's pot liquor he comes in and licks your pots at night and then there's sp- spoon liquor and he comes in and su- sucks on your spoons <laughs> how, how many how many elves did, did snow white have it wasn't 12 it was seven, seven doors seven doors yeah. Seven. Yeah. okay okay let's try to Someone say there was an eighth. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 All right. Hush, hush, conspiracy. Hush, hush, society. My bad. From the hush, hush, conspiracy hour. Thanks for coming on, guys. You guys have any future projects you want us to look out for? Michael. Future projects. Let's see. Um Nothing really. Uh, we just started season eight. That first episode will be out uh, this Monday, the 10th of April, where we talk about fluoridation. Uh, some other things that we're going to get into uh, deep underground military bases, the Robert F. Kennedy assassination, as we were just talking about JFK. Now we're going to get into his brother RFK. There's a lot of juicy stuff to that one. Yes. 
Um, you know, and we got a couple other things going on. Uh, I I want to say season eight is probably one of the biggest bangers of of a season yet. Topic wise, I think it's um, I th- there's some deep dives in there, and, and people are really going to enjoy that. Dave is is working on Tartaria now, so as as we talked about earlier, so be sure to just check it out. We're just we got we got some good stuff coming up. Mm. Mm. Check it out. Check it awesome. out. Awesome. Hell yeah. Thanks for coming on, guys. It was fun. That two hours zoomed by real fast. They did. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Good luck with the future. And we'll check out season eight. Definitely want to check out that cryptoid series because yeah, I wish we could go further into this topic, but we'll wrap that up. Over here. We can, we can, <laughs> we'll save that for next save, time. Yeah. Yeah, we'll save it for another time to talk about cryptids. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Nice talking to you guys. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you want to stay connected with us, join the Discord to continue the conversation and get access to members only events. And this week will be the last week that it's free. So sign up now. Later, guys. See you on the other side. Peace out. Guys, have a good one. You know, may not look like it, but I'm a conspiracy theorist too. (laughs) 